amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. That's way too low. Hang on. Sorry, but let me, let me try that again. I didn't turn up the music. One more I thought time. it was just low on my end. It's because their other thing was loud. Yeah. Because they tried to be cute and try to play a shitty version of Final Countdown. It was actually it's everything a superior up. version. That's very, very good. Uh, five, four, three. You're busy. Let's do this. Welcome to the Game Mess Decides podcast. This is the podcast where we decide everything about the world of games so you never have to think for yourself. I'm your host, Jeff Grubb, and with me is... Mike Minotti! In today's episode, it's 2023 now, so let's look ahead and pick some hot mess and king shit. But first, Mike, how are you doing? I'm good. I got my McDuck family tree shirt on that I picked up in Disney Looking World. Good. Yes, I know, but thank you. I still, it's nice to hear it. Uh, got a dram of some scotchy scotch. Was playing some Resident Evil. Things are pretty good. Getting close to that weekend. I got no uh, major complaints except that like I have things I should do and I haven't been doing. Like I definitely need to do some laundry. I really need to get Same. my Christmas tree down. Same. <laughs> so and I'm like I could do those things, but I kind of don't. I mean, in your defense, you, you've been pretty sick, right? <laughs> no, I feel great. Oh, then what the fuck is wrong with you, God? <laughs> They mostly just play a lot of Resident Evil and uh, yeah, watching wrestling. That's it. That is that's scotch, pretty, scotch, scotch. That's pretty sick. And then you're drinking scotch. Yeah, I have I have been sick, and so I haven't been doing those things. I got a pile of other things I need to do as well. But uh, I don't know. It's a three day weekend though. I got a three day weekend, so I'm uh, uh, I'll be off on Monday. Oh, right. Be, I assume I assume I it. do. I guess I should check. I mean, you know what? You're the boss. Just decide it is. <laughs> yeah, I guess I'll just decide. When don't, don't show up. Exactly. Uh, but yeah, I, I'm looking forward to kind of just uh, taking another long weekend to like fully finally get over being sick. I am mostly feeling better, and now it's just this like lingering cough in my voice uh, a, a little bit. But otherwise, I'm feeling I'm feeling good. I'm like ready to go. I got uh, 
especially compared to where I was, where I just wanted to sleep. I'm like, I could, you know, stream and play video games and yeah. do all kinds of stuff. I played Bubsy 3D today on GiantBomb.com. That was fun. So, oh, I gotta oh, see that. You gotta be close to beating. Well, you guys had a yeah. few weeks off there for different circumstances, but still, sometimes yeah, quite some time of a off. Game yeah. Can Bubsy 3D? It's beat? not. It's not very long. I'll probably beat it next time. Although I got, I had two uh, levels in a row. That I just could not figure out. They were very bad and difficult. You guys are being a lot of games. I was kind of sad that uh, Bacalar was th- didn't enjoy his trip back to. Uh, yeah, Darkness, it was not. It's just it. not an ideal environment, right? Like once a week yeah. for an hour and a half. Like that's just not going to do it. I want. Yeah, I guess. I wonder if it's that. I mean, there are a lot of people who just like you know you go back to older games and it's a mess. For yep. Some reason I'm like much more immune to like the oddness to, of those things. Even like it, like it is objectively an annoying design the way you have to put together spells in that game and use them and i'm kind of like haha this is quaint this reminds me of my childhood and i like it but yep. maybe I, I have the problem i i i i think i like a lot of that stuff i guess i'm i suppose i'm probably glad that he played it though and i, and I didn't so i could still sure. be like i think i like this game still i you have to really dive into that stuff though and the, the format that we chose we just were uh, goofing off way too much to give him the room to be like, I want to enjoy like the, the like this spell system. It was just he was it, we were being too impatient for him to actually do that. So, oh oh well, oh well. Wow. So what you're saying is it's your fault? Yeah. I'm. Mean, I'd rather it be my fault than Eternal Darkness not be as good. That's uh, that seems fair. I'd rather yeah, that be the case. Enough. Uh, all right, let's get on with the show. But first, I want to thank you for joining us. You can get more from Mike and me uh, at the Discord by joining us at GameMess.net. Uh, if you want to ask a question, you could drop a super chat during the show, just like DeVenster just did. We will read all of those super chats before the end of the episode. Thank you to Carlos Sain, who is insane in the rain music on YouTube for the use of our theme songs. We are on Spotify, Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, wherever pods are caught. Uh, give us a good rating. It helps people find the show. Hit that thumbs up here on YouTube. It really helps while we're live. Thank you to our mods. You can support us by going to patreon.com slash game mess uh, or right here on the YouTube channel, hitting that join button. If you do that, it gets you access to the private channels in the Discord, access to the monthly Q&A, one month early access to our live Jeopardy games, uh, which you, you can, of course, watch for an entire month before anyone else can, and participation in our monthly game club po- game podcast. That dis- uh, it's a you know, discussion, but it's actually a podcast, and you can get on there and talk, and it's a, a pretty cool time. Mike hosts those, and yeah, it's, 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 it's cool stuff. Uh, but yeah, you become a podcast producer, hop in the channel, and uh, you can have pretty much direct access. We're in there all the time, so uh, feel free to join there. Uh, again, people have been joining, and continues to mean so much that people are uh, wanting to support what we're doing over here. Like you get a lot of, get a lot of Jeff Grubb and Mike Minotti content for free. So the people, the fact that people are like willing to put up so a little bit of cash each month to help ensure that it's worth our time and effort. Uh, it means a lot to me. So Give me you, money. Everybody. Yeah. That's uh, that's, that's the way Mike says it. So he means it the same thing that I'm saying though, for sure. All right, Mike, I got a couple and I mean two big topics I wanted to talk about, and then we'll get to uh, this week's decisions to be made. Uh, First here, Ubisoft is is Ubisoft falling apart, I guess, Mike. Uh, yes. What decided? Yes. <laughs> hey, all right, moving on. Uh well, what is going on over there? Um, I think what's going on is that you know, what some of what they're saying is true. They're complaining like, "Oh, everything's moving to these mega franchises." And they like have kind of big franchises, yeah. but not big enough like a Call of Duty that it really can't just almost sort of support everything. Uh, they have this problem where, 
you know, you can, like, Far Cry is a big franchise. You release Far Cry 6, and, oh, maybe it does well, even if reviews aren't good. That's, like, not enough to make up for all these other weird things happening, like a Beyond Good and Evil 2 and a Skull and Bones being in development forever, uh, having um, a lot of misses, like uh, Extraction. Uh, you know, I don't think Roller Derby did much. And even, like, having games that should have done better, like Mario plus Rabbit Sparks of Hope, underperforming. Uh, you know, it's a lot of stuff that Activision Blizzard was kind of talking about, or you were just talking about them, why they wanted to sell. It's just, it's kind of scary out there. Just a couple things go wrong, you're going to be really in the shit. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, I think a lot of people kind of lost faith in Ubisoft. It's, Ubisoft's not a good company that you can feel good about these days. Not right? at all. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> that, that goes for, uh, you know, uh, people who, you know, the consumers, the fans, probably the people who work there. They had a lot of negative press. There's a lot of staleness there. They had that issue where a lot of their games, even a different franchise, has kind of felt the same for a while. Um, just mm -hmm. a lot of bad news in general with them. Things getting delayed or canceled. It's just been a rough time for the company the last couple of years. And uh, what's what's the way out? What's the way out? Uh, is it, well, we got to get Assassin's Creed Infinity. And once we have that live service going, maybe that'll be enough. I don't know. That's a weird, risky thing that they're doing there. And in the process, it might sacrifice the one actual yeah. uh you know milk producing cow that they still have right uh -huh. so it's scary times over there there's a lot there's a lot to digest with all of this yeah i think um i'm like trying to think in my head the the what like we can go off in a million tangents here because you're right there's a lot to, to digest what are like what are the most important component parts here like, it continues to be making video games is a really tough business they're all very expensive they're only getting more expensive and in that reality, having get, like you can't just continue status quo. So Ubisoft was never going to be able to just keep being the Ubisoft of ten years ago. They were going to have to change. They knew that, and as they've done so, not they haven't replaced that um, that growth that they were experiencing with some new growth. All they've seemingly done is uh, kind of make people think they they don't have a, a Ubisoft voice anymore that's worth paying attention to. They just sort of do either big carbon copies of the Ubisoft house style of game and then some smaller stuff here and there that is weird and or they do a live service game that is a basically a copy of another live service game that's already out there and it isn't as good you got yeah I mean your hyperscapes uh, uh right a whole bunch of others like you got stuff that's trying to be like Rocket League um yeah I mean that you know they're, they're, they do have some swings with uh Riders Republic I suppose but it's like man that 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 was probably never going to be something major. At least it just, it just feels like you look at that, like, is that going to be the thing? I don't think that's going to be the thing, but I guess I don't really know. You, it's hard to predict. I, that's the problem, though. That's the, that's the other base thing here. It is, like you said, what is the solution? There is no obvious, well, if they just do that, they're going to be fine. No, they, they got to they gotta pull some magic out of a hat, and that's real tough in this hit-driven business. I, I mean... If we're like just pointing to the problems, obviously it is they don't make enough money from the games they're making as games get more expensive. I mean, that's just yeah, like um, Chris Dream was pointing out on, on Twitter, it's like, hey, they don't have a lot of big live service game that makes a lot of money. It's like, well, yeah, I mean, everyone wants a big they game, mix. yeah, yeah, they've tried and everyone wants that game. Like, that is uh, blatantly obvious that that is the big problem. And like, one of the, the solutions are okay, we'll make that game, duh, or uh, or, you know, go ahead and uh, uh, try a bunch of different things, uh, try a bunch of different new strategies to make something that is successful that no one else is doing, or you sell or you merge with someone else. 
and they definitely sniffed around that. They had those conversations a little bit. I, I can only say so much about that. I keep trying to talk around this a little bit, but the things I've heard is they were mostly laughed out of the room because they are just gigantic. They're enormous, and nobody wants to take on all that risk of they this. So many satellite studios. So, like so many, many studios. branches. And, and it's like they, they are going to have to do, you know, maybe there was a, it would, that would have made more sense a, a year and a half ago. Someone could have been like, I guess we'll do this. Maybe Ubisoft will bring them on. And then I do we are we going to be the bad guys and we're going to lay off a bunch of people after that? I mean, and then at that point, it's like, is that still even Ubisoft? Because Ubisoft, the whole thing that makes Ubisoft Ubisoft is that's how they make games. They have all those studios and they work really well together. Uh, so, uh, no, we just we might have to just keep them on and make this make sense. And then at that point, it's like, well, then this deal doesn't actually make sense. And so they get laughed out of the room like, no, you're too unwieldy. You're way too big. And uh so, so it's not like uh, even like Tencent's going to come along and buy them. Now, they might as they do these cost reductions. Ubisoft's looking at $200 million of cost reductions over the next couple of years. Uh, that will probably help in terms of mergers and acquisitions. But, Mike, that's not going to help in terms of making really good big games uh, and making a variety of games going forward, right? They are going to have to tighten the belt, and they have. They're, they've canceled now seven games in the last six months. It seems rough over there. And it's not again, it's not like they didn't see this coming. They tried with things like Hyperscape and, uh, you know, they have projects like X Defiant uh, still coming, I guess. Uh, Don't forget, they were one of the first ones to talk about NFTs and to actually put them in the game because they were like, well, uh, I don't know. They were also pretty bad at that, too. Do you remember what their NFT thing was? Yeah, it was like the keychain for a gun or something stupid. Yes, like a serial number on a keychain that no one in the game could actually see. Unless you had like an 8K monitor that was gigantic or something. Right. Well, to be clear, like the, the execution is also misleading. But even when it's not, like you make a new Mario Rabbids game and it's good. And then yeah. it's like, well, what went wrong there? And, uh, you know, this is kind of like specific. There's, I don't think there's any one thing. One, look, you got away with forcing Rabbids into a Mario game once and people were yeah. interested enough early on the Switch cycle. People really don't like the Rabbids. They just don't. And like making a Rabbids OC Poochie character and having them be front and center was rough. It also came out uh, at a time when the Switch was getting a lot of RPGs from Nintendo. It came out in between Xenoblade and Pokemon. And you heard me complaining like I can't start any new Switch games because I've been playing Xenoblade for the last four months because it's 80 hours long. Right. So even though like yeah, everyone played that game and they're like, yeah, this is good. But no one was. Even even as they were giving it eights and nines, there wasn't a lot of enthusiasm about it, huh? I mean, the eights and nines were like, hey, uh, this is, once again, surprisingly good. But it wasn't like, it's so good that you should ignore the aesthetic yet again. Like, you, we know no, no one really, I mean, it's hard. Like, the game comes out, the first one, and does pretty well. I, I get how at Ubisoft they read those tea leaves to be like, well, clearly we ever we were right. Everyone was wrong. People do like the rabbits. And it's just like that was never the message we were sending. We were sending right. the message that it is pretty cool and a bit funny that you guys did this. And yet somehow it's it's a worthy, a worthwhile game. And we are willing to do that once. And we just um, I, I think you're right. That's like I, there. I, I I don't mind the rabbits so much, but I don't I do not find them very appealing at all, really. 
And it's like, and that's the exact opposite of how I feel about Mario stuff. And it's like, oh, and this game seemed like it was leaning more towards the rabbit stuff than the Mario stuff. And of course, it's a Ubisoft game. So that is what they, they did. They want to get their shit in. I get it. Like, yeah. that's their property. If they're going to make a game like, well, we got to, oh, we can do other things with the rabbits. Let's, we can expose the rabbits to so many more people. Well, they were exposed in more ways than one. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I think that the, 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 uh, it, yeah, it, they're in a situation with, with a lot of their stuff where, okay, yeah, I mean, they, it just some stuff is off or not everything's going to hit as hard as it possibly could or things have to be delayed a million times or things are just in development hell like you said or they do come out and the execution is there and some little uh, uh factor is in play that keeps the game from performing and it's man ubisoft i mean i would say can't catch a break but i think they're doing a lot of these things to themselves and then on top of that they are going to continue having trouble hiring people up because no one really wants to work for Ubisoft while uh, Usgimol continues to let people slide in terms of the toxic behavior there. Uh, I, I mean, he's such an inspiring leader, yes. Jeff. You know, he's not passing the buck or anything. He's like, he's that message that he said to everybody. It's like, all right, you all need to like really come together yes. and like be real good or else, I don't know, it's all up to you. Yep. Like, bitch, you're in charge. Yes, a crazy thing. Company. So what Mike's talking about is he sent a, an email out to people at Ubisoft saying the onus is on you to work harder to pull us out of this t like nosedive. And it's just insane loser talk. I, I could not believe what I was reading because it's the kind of thing that you just you say if you are a helpless sap. It, it like he just feels like a goddamn rube stumbling through life, and he ended up in charge of a company. He's like, I don't know, you guys make the games. I just fucking cash the checks, and, it, and it's like he's basically saying exactly that to all these people. And I, boy, I, I got a feeling if you're at that company right now, morale has got to be so, so, so right. low. You can't feel, you can't feel super good. All right, Jeff, I want to ask you about a few Ubisoft projects. What do you think? Yes, going let's on. do that, and then we'll get out of here. Yeah, uh, Skull and Bones delayed again. Yes, so that too. game was supposed to come out last year. There, Jeff, there's been multiple times now where I've been supposed to like have preview events and stuff for this. That's game. right. Yes, that's right. Yes, and people were going like, to go oh, see this game, and then like the day before, it got delayed. Right. Yeah, this, uh, yeah, uh, what's, what, wait, Man. this time really, how is it not just in a get that shit out there and move yes. on position? How, how is it not just dump it overboard? Like, just man overboard, throw it out there, like, let's just, whatever, I mean, I don't know, I don't get it, but, so, the game was supposed to come out, what, this month, or, or early next month, um, and it, it's not, it's now coming out in fiscal 23-24, and that's how Ubisoft, a European company reporting uh, their earnings, say the next fiscal year, which begins in April, this April. So anytime from this April to next March, um, but pr probably still this calendar year. Uh, still, though, that is wild. It's going to come out, I guess, because, I mean, it's, it's got to be close. It's got to be just one thing. It, it would be, would I mean, I suppose they could do the thing where it's like we take uh, take it as a tax write off, but then that, that might be a penalty with like the Singaporean government. So maybe they can't right, do that. There's a lot of investment in that. Uh, oof, yeah. Okay. Uh, Beyond Good and Evil Two. Man, I don't think that's ever coming out. I, I mean, do we know if that game was canceled or not? I, I know um, Tom Henderson keeps saying that he's hearing stuff about that game, and I, I will I will continue saying that no matter what, if it's in development, it is not the game that in no way, shape, or form the game that they showed us the last time we saw it. Um, but I mean, I don't, I don't think it ever comes out. I don't. know. It was so weird that the last couple of years they were acting more like it was a real game than ever. Yes. Uh, but some of that was when there was threats of a hostile takeover again. Even mm -hmm. so, who knows? But 
yeah, that's just such a such a weird one. It, I don't think it's so, so the four games that were canceled, they said were unannounced games. So it couldn't have been Beyond Good and Evil 2, I guess. That's right. No, that's fair. That's right. Games. OK, yes. Uh, but still, it's just such a hard, it's so hard to imagine what where that game comes out and what the hell does that look like? Yep. We are so far removed from when that first Beyond Good and Evil came out. Even the people who like Beyond Good and Evil. Yeah. Like, do they like like I don't want to say they don't care. But I don't know if they're. I'm like, I, I don't want to see them uh, be able be able to execute on. And I guess this is probably another game you would ask about Prince of Persia. Like execute yes, on Prince yes, of Persia, and and then we can like see about um, maybe actually just going doing a real sequel to Beyond Good and Evil Two, a game that is basically another Zelda like that stars Jade and yeah, like that's just what we want yeah just do that and then I would be like okay maybe and yes. And again, that's not in any way, shape, or form the game you talked about before. So that game actually didn't ever come out. But whatever, I don't care at that point. That would be uh, much they, better. That game that they wanted to make was going to be, you can make any character you want based off of any animal you want. You're going to fly around spaceships, and it's going to have No Man's Sky style, flying in and out of planets. You're going to assemble a crew, and it's going to have emergent storytelling and all this user-generated art. It was like, what are you talking? It would be like <laughs> making the sequel to Yo Noid and designed to make it the most ambitious game in the world. Yeah, Joseph, Joseph Gordon-Levitt's going to get out there and he's going to use your stuff to make oh it. It's like, God. Joseph Gordon-Levitt's involved with this game that's never going to come out. What is happening? Like, It's just weird, wild stuff that they right. did there. And especially when like that very first trailer they showed before they like stopped talking about it the first yes. time. It was just like Jade and the pig and they were like on the road. It's like, ha, ah, the next part of that story. I was like, okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I don't know. That that, that story is going to get told someday. And I mean, Ansel's not even there anymore. And apparently he's problematic too. Right. Uh, yeah. Okay. But what what about Prince of Persia? Uh, I can't even, I can't remember where we are with that one. It got canceled and restarted again, again. Yeah. Right? I don't know. Like, did it get fully rebooted? I, I mean, I, I definitely think they wanted to like scrap most of the work they did so they could make a, something that feels more akin to an actual remake um or at least somewhere between a, a, a big boy remaster is how, how we say it around here and i the big boy yeah I, I mean we'll see the thing that they had shown was barely even counted as a remaster it looked rough it looked bad and they it looked, looked it looked bad and it was like it, it it showed so badly of just the judgment there it's like guys this isn't good enough like i'm sorry i don't want to be mean anybody but this is Prince of Persia, Sands of Time. Like, you should know how important it is. We know how important it is. <laughs> and, like, look at, like, look out there. Like, look what's going on with Resident Evil 2 and all these remakes these days. You can't just come in. Like, you're Ubisoft. You're a big company. You can, you can try to do something like that, right? Right? And it's, uh, uh I, so, I mean, then there's the, the two big ones, right? There's Avatar and Star Wars. Uh, right and uh, well i mean gosh, star wars part of me is like i don't know if that ever happens that seems so far away right now avatar is supposed it, it, to be this year yes right? yeah, avatar is supposed to be this year avatar is um uh, i think one another one that could easily get delayed though uh but but you got a lot of pressure there to get out this year when the avatar tide is high and the train is rolling and it's making a lot of money um i i, I don't know i'm i'm hopeful but also like it's a movie license game from ubisoft They've put out some okay ones in the past. They've put out some real stinkers, just like every publisher. Uh, you would imagine that if they are putting this much effort into any kind of game, movie license or not, at this point, uh, you better it better be worth like worth my time. Like that'd be wild to put out a game like that. That is just another sort of cash in because that does not work anymore. And Ubisoft I, I can't afford that. That would be a, just a completely bad move. So I don't know. I guess I guess we will see more soon on that. 
But that Star Wars game, it's massive. It's what Massive is working on. Yeah. And uh, Massive's like been one of their more reliable developers. Uh, but the, 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 for some reason, the division, they just couldn't like get over the hump with the, with the division. There's so many things like that that were like decent hits, but didn't quite get over that hump. Like For Honor was like, oh, people really liked that. But it couldn't quite be this big like live service breakout hit that was going to be something they supported forever. And for some right. reason, they never even like did a For Honor 2, right? Which, right. I don't know, maybe that would have been worth trying. Uh, I mean, mm. then there's like some franchises that start okay and then just never, they kind of fizzle out. Like Watch Dogs, uh, like that was going places for a bit. Even franchises that were like really well liked, like Ghost Recon, that last one, people didn't like it. And now what's the state of that? There's just. Right. I mean, that's yeah, honestly, uh, that was the one that kicked us all, all this, all these problems or like yeah. put them in the spotlight, right? That game came out and then Ubisoft freaked out. It was like, oh my yeah. God, we're delaying everything and we're going to rethink every single game that we're making. It's like, oh man, it's it's that bad. And it's like, oh yeah, that of course it is. Every game has to hit for Ubisoft right now, or else the like the whole bottom line situation is gonna is gonna be in a devastating state. And uh, and now here we are. Here, like, yeah, that happened. Like they foresaw it, and here we are. And it doesn't seem like they are gonna. It just is piling on top of them. They are not digging themselves out. So. Yeah, it's just of all yeah. the big publishers in the world right now, and if you're, you'd ask me, like, what's one that you think may not be around in 10 years, right? Yeah. Like, Ubisoft is in such a precarious place right now. Yeah, and it's uh, it, the, the the big, like, the hidden thing here is that it could happen to any publisher. I think a lot of other publishers are maybe a bit more risk-averse than even Ubisoft, and I guess that's helped them. And that right now they're probably like, listen, all those times we said no to all those crappy games, all those Star Wars games we canceled. This is why we did it. And it's like, man, that sucks that that's like that you actually look smart right now doing all that shit. But that's the way games are. That's I mean, big AAA games. They've been unsustainable for 15 years. Like we knew we were going to get to this point with one of these big companies. And it's just here we are. And the good news is is tools. The democratization of development tools is getting to a point where Really, we're not going to need major publishers to get major games going forward, but it's going to be a pretty um, uh, like it's going to be a spotty transition to be like, oh, man, I kind of miss some of those. Like, I'll miss Assassin's Creed until we are getting an Assassin's Creed game from a, a team of 50 indie developers, I suppose, here in the next uh, five to 10 years. So, yeah, I mean, not not like Ubisoft is like 100 percent going going to evaporate. All that stuff will live on one way or the other. But it's like it, the, it, the possibility is there. And uh, that's we're seeing it. We're staring like right down the barrel of that gun. So, yeah. All right. Let's move on for now. I'm sure we'll get some super chats asking about some more Ubisoft stuff. That Xbox showcase got confirmed, Mike. I was uh, on uh, Game S Mornings this week and I was Good like, job, Jazz. Oh, yeah. And I was like, I was I'm like, hey, could it be announced any day now? And they like, basically right after that, they announced it. So, uh, yes, Jess Corden uh, nailed all of that stuff. Um, they have four games confirmed for the show. One game confirmed to definitely not be there. That's Starfield. They mentioned Starfield will get a showcase of its own later. Um, the games that will be there are Redfall, Forza Motorsport, Minecraft Legends, and The Elder Scrolls Online. Uh, it's called the Developer Direct. It is. It sounds like it's going to be hosted by the developers, and they're going to talk right at the camera, tell you about their games. Uh, are you excited? Is this what you want from Microsoft right now? Um, I mean, I, I want new things to be announced, really, Jeff, is my problem. And they announced so many things early that that yes. may not happen for a bit. Um, but, you know, I want to see more from Redfall. I'm still skeptical about it. I know they're talking about how it's going to be like Far Cry 2-esque and... Um, 
don't believe them. But, um, you know, maybe or maybe it will be. But I'll find the Josh Whedon-esque quippiness and the kind of I don't, I don't know what you call that aesthetic horror comedy aesthetic. Really not my thing. I might find that so not my style that I can't get into it. Anyways. We'll see. That's fair. Uh, uh, well, I'm, I'll try to be a bit more open minded about Redfall, but I just haven't been vibing. I mean, you'll, it'll be on Game Pass. You'll have every opportunity yeah. to try it yourself. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. You know, Excited for Forza, I've been enjoying racing games more, and I think I much rather would play a racing game with just racing tracks instead of another open world thing. I'm just I'm yep. getting a little over that. Don't really care about the Minecraft thingy. Uh, and, you know, Outer Scrolls Online is, is a good game. I just don't play it right now. I play other MMOs. So, you know, they're both, they always make new content for ESO, which is great for that. And, of course, they do, and they do a good job, but it's hard for me to be excited about that. Yeah, Um. I, I, for me, the, uh, the, the temperature just got turned up so hot on Redfall in the last week after that, after the, like the recent round of interviews and stuff, um, where, uh, Arcane came out and explained exactly what the game is. It's, it's not Left for Dead. It's their Far Cry. Uh, that's exactly what I was wanting to hear or something like that is, is, a, is great. And they specifically mentioned Far Cry 2. It's a systems driven game made by Arcane. Uh, yeah, give, give me that. Now I'm, I'm maybe with you a little bit on terms of like, okay, are they going to hit the tone that could, always, that's always risky coming at it with a sort of loose tone that is, could be, uh, uh, could be interpreted as missing the co- the comedic beats that you're going for. And that's rough. even death loop was had a little bit of a problem Definitely. there, right? Yeah, yeah, a little bit. And so it's a tough tone to pull off. They're going for it. Uh, it, it at the very least it's vampires. I think vampires are always can always be a little bit campy and fun. Uh, but let's, I mean, we'll see. We'll see if they can pull it off. But in the meantime, though, uh, it's like turned into one of my most anticipated games now, though, just based on like the way they're talking about it. We'll see if they can live up to that. But for now, I'm like, okay, yeah, show me more. Tell me more about this game. Uh, they they got to yeah. have this, whatever the Starfield thing is, though, that's got to happen soon. Like, that's got to be a first half of the year game. I mean, it's, uh, I, it, that's I, what they said last E3. Uh, in a while. I mean, that, I mean, we can't really go, like, it really can't just be sports up. Redfall Starfield this year, which to be clear, no. is much better than last year. Sure. But still, it's like these are still all games that we've been kind of knowing and waiting for. And then it's like, what? All right, 2025, you can look forward to things like Perfect Dark and uh, you know, some of this other stuff. I don't know. I I God think that we um I'm like trying to figure it out, like Starfield. When when does it come out? I um I think for a while now I've been saying I think that's our June game. I think it comes out like while we're at E3. Um I'm like, it's either that or it gets delayed into until late 2023 because it's like it's going to be like the very last moment of that uh, first half of the year. Uh, but I mean, that means they can put out they can put out Elder Scrolls content here real soon. That's not I don't I'm not going to count that towards your uh, big game sure. per quarter. Uh, but then they can hit Forza. And I'm sure that counts. And Minecraft Legends counts. Minecraft Legends maybe right there on the borderline for me a little bit, but um, sure, whatever. It, it doesn't quite reach the borderline for me, but I don't but know. I, maybe it'll. Yeah, I guess right. I need to see more from it. Is, is where I'm at, and but then Redfall definitely counts. So it's like okay, well it's between Redfall, Redfall and Redfall and Forza, that's okay. One big game per quarter, and then if you come out with Starfield in, in June, that could either you know count as two for the the, the second quarter or towards your next quarter because it's like right again. That's right there at, uh, where summer begins. So uh, that that would be fine. Uh, and then you just need one more big game to kind of maintain that pace. And that's that I think that's that's OK. That's pretty good, especially compared to last year for grading on that curve. I would still think, though, uh, so many games announced. We are going to go. We're going to come out of that E3. And if that E3 is just like, 
Here is updates on, on the 15 other things we've previously announced, and we're not announcing a lot of new stuff because we still have to focus on the, all this stuff. That's still going to feel a little bit like a bummer to me, Mike. I, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, they should at least have, well, something from Coalition to announce at E3, if nothing else, right? What was uh, that? Gear 6 or whatever. So the coalition. Either oh, yes. Gear 6 or whatever that other thing is going to be. Yeah, the smaller game that they're working on. Uh, we'll see if that pans out. Um, yeah, I... The showcase is happening, what, uh, two weeks from now. So, um, well, I guess we'll get a bit of a wait. But once we get there, we'll get all the details. Uh, And again, uh, at least for the very least, I'm happy to be looking forward to Redfall. It's kind of of annoying that that's coming out in May when Tears of the Kingdom will be here. It's like, man, I wish those things could get spread. I mean, I guess that's the rumor, right? We don't know if if Redfall is May, but it seems like it. May, June, July are already pretty. There's a lot of stuff. Is is it June or July that's the... Street Fighter and Final Fantasy six month. There was something else. Well, I tell month. you what, we're going to be going through them all here in the second half of the show. So we'll we'll, oh, we'll, fun. we'll get we'll nail down all those release dates. Uh, we'll and nail them. Yes, we will nail them. We'll nail them. Break, break, break their backs in. I think is what the kids say. Uh, Mike, we're going to take a quick break. We'll come back Please. and we're going to make some decisions. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%. Okay. Mike, we got a bunch of super chats here in the first half of the show. Why don't we dig into those, and then we come uh, back after that. We'll hit hot mess and king shit of the week from you, me, and the community. Sounds good? Okay. All right. Get, hit me with those super chats. Uh, so, Nintendo says, will we ever find out what games Ubisoft canceled? I mean, we might hear a few here and there. There was... Uh, there's. I, I mentioned... Or I wrote down some from reports, uh, but... I would have to actually look pretty close. Splinter Cell VR and uh, Ghost Recon Frontline. 
Um, it's usually like games like that. Games that like um, they're experimenting with. Let's take our exist one of our existing brands and do an existing idea from someone else and apply it to the existing brand. And they were doing that with um, the Division Heartland whatever it was, they were making that game and then they canceled that game and then they canceled other stuff and then brought Heartland back off the shelf and started working on that again. That's just where Ubisoft's at right now. But I mean, just do any combination of like Splinter Cell VR, Ghost Recon, shooter, uh, but like it's a frontline shooter or whatever, and you'll probably come up with a bunch of good ideas that were probably canceled. The Vinster says, hey guys, first time watching live. Thanks for the great content every week. Thank you. What do you think Xbox has in store for us in the latter half of the year? Hellblade 2? Anything else? Uh, maybe Starfield. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm, st- uh, I'm sticking with June for Starfield. I'm sticking with June. I mean, Hellblade 2 would make some sense. Uh, that seems I took it on my ready. Fantasy League, but it was mostly mm-hmm. like, uh, of all the ones that were supposed to come out this year, I think that one's the most likely. And I also think it's very likely to get delayed into 2024. So, yeah. Yeah, but it still seems like it seems way more likely than getting perfect dark or oh, yes. Uh, oh yes. 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 Yeah. But or, I mean, um, what, what else? Uh, 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 avowed, avowed. Yes. There's a, yes, yes, a bunch of them. Um, I, I mean, I, I suppose, uh, any like Hellblade two and another one of those previous announced games could, any of them could come out in the second half of this, this year. But I think even that's pushing it. It really feels like Hellblade two. And there was, um, uh, there's probably some other smaller projects that like, it could be like that smaller coalition project. It could be, um, uh, something that gears like, of war collection is a rumor that's been going around again, right? Gears of work. Who knows? I have no idea if that's real, but may- maybe something like that. Or, um, the, the tango Gameworks game that I like heard was might be at the show. It might not be. Well, I mean, I have no idea. We'll see. Um, maybe something like that could come out. Uh, something equivalent to Pentiment, right? Where it's like Hellblade 2 could be the big thing. Yeah. Starfield is something everyone's still talking about. And now it's okay that we just have a Pentiment level game because this was a pretty good year otherwise. Um, but we'll see. Maybe they have some surprises. They got to get to that E3. And if they're coming off, if they're like hitting Starfield real hard and everything's going well with them at that time, and then they have a pretty good E3, most people will feel pretty good about just getting Hellblade 2 in the second half of the year, I think. DR Maddox says, B and C boys, a game for you. This is my Haku game of the year list. Can you guess them all? I'll put the rest in chat, but feel free to skip 10. So he put, okay, so he's got one here. We'll, we'll try this. This is a Haku, and it's one of his games of the year. Forward and backward, view within the within view, backward and forward. Backward, forward and backward, view within the within view, backward and forward. My, uh, my only guess is Live Alive based off of very little. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't have a guess. I'm actually going to have to open up the, uh, the super chat so I can get a look at this. Just uh, guess. You, you can take my second guess. Pentiment. Okay. Pen, yeah. Pentiment. I guess Pentiment. There you go. There you go. George says Starfield. Tom Henderson heard June. He can't confirm though. Yeah. I, I mean, Starfield's really state. That's, I mean, it makes, it makes sense. I think I've had some people that I can't confirm in my DMs saying that as well, but I've had people with my DMs also saying delayed to the second half of next year. So <laughs> there's a whole bunch of fun stuff out there. None of it, none of it confirmed though. So please oh. don't, please don't go running right up headline about that because it's just the people, ha- literally ha- just people in my DMs. Everybody, the haiku game was immortality. Okay, I got Are you trying to say haiku? Yeah. What am I what haiku? You're saying uh, haiku. I'm saying the bad. I'm saying the bad guy from uh, Samurai Jack. Yes. Yes, you are, yeah. and it's fucking me up, J- Mike. Okay, all right. Call, Figure out Jan, context, so there you go. Jeff. I mean, well, I, mean, I know on. what you meant, obviously, because you started doing the syllable thing, but it's still bad. It's still like you oh still said God. Haku. 
Galaga. Yeah, yeah I was gonna say. I was gonna say Galaga. Yeah. But you, said, wait, you said Galaga though. That's oh, which one do I did say? Did you try Galaga? to say it wrong and you said it right Galaxy. on accident? Yeah, I, I hate yeah, you I so much. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it! Uh, what's the idiot way that idiots say it? Yeah. <laughs> Delgado says, "I am just going to assume Beyond Good and Evil Two is canceled. It's been a long time since we got news on that one." Any surprises at Xbox event? They sure seem to be setting expectations that there won't be surprises. That's right, what it feels Jeff? like to me. Yeah, absolutely. That's why I think that like that Tango GameWorks thing probably won't pop off here. But um, I, I I don't know if anywhere they said Red, well, Redfall, Forza, Microsoft, uh, Minecraft Legends, and uh, Elder Scrolls Online, and that's it. Nothing else. Uh, they, I guess they're not saying it like that, but to me, it feels like just short of that. It's yeah, I mean, I don't know. Whenever you specifically list the games, instead of being like, who knows what's going to be there? Because that's yep. part of the fun. Isn't it exciting to maybe find out? Instead of like, no, these are the games. Yep. Here's your expectations. So who knows? Uh, th there might be a surprise. I would not count on one. Yeah, same. Uh, and then about Beyond Good and Evil 2 being canceled. We talked about that. I don't know if it's canceled yet. <laughs> uh, I think uh, there is a team that is working on it right now. I would just still be shocked if that game comes out if it does come out it'll be in a form that'll have nothing to do with that grandest version of it that they yes. talked about agreed brian says how much you think that ubisoft's aggressive discounting of games has contributed to their financial decline i've heard i've heard some talk about this jeff a lot of people wait for discounts specifically in terms of mario plus rabbits because apparently as opposed to like nintendo games proper everyone's like well uh, the other mario rabbits went on discount really fast so i'm just gonna wait for that to happen here I wonder if like that many consumers are really that smart about these kind of things. I mean, I, I, a lot of people, you know, buy like wait for deals to make purchases. That's a pretty normal consumer thing to do. Um, I, I, I just don't know. Like, are we really going to be like, oh, Ubisoft is is hampering themselves by trying to sell more copies to people that? Uh, I mean, everyone else does that. I, that's that's not Ubisoft's problem. Like. Because Sony does that. I mean, Sony doesn't do it as, aggr as aggr aggressively as Ubisoft, obviously. But Sega does it like crazy. Yeah, I mean, there there are clearly much bigger issues at play than they slowly lower. You know, like not, maybe not even slowly, but they lower the price of their games. Eventually, everyone does that. Doctor Butthugger says, "Want a good laugh? Read the Rocksmith Plus track list. Ubisoft San Francisco had an amazing product, and the higher ups forced them to make a live service version." Yeah, um, I actually got the preview Rocksmith Plus, and it's really impressive. It seems like a really cool teaching tool, but I know a lot of people have problems with the, the live service element of it and the track list not being what it should be. Yeah, I I I, I was like kind of half interested in this game, but I yeah I, uh, I never really paid much attention to it. Then B Traven here says NPCs in sandbox games like Elder Scrolls haven't gotten any smarter since Bethesda Radiant AI. I predict the first game to get smart NPCs right makes money. Wasn't that supposed to be Cyberpunk saying? Weren't they supposed to have like really smart NPCs, or am I making that up? And then I mean, oh, yeah. they didn't. Oh yeah, they. <laughs> they I mean, I, I definitely was in the, those E three showcases, those behind behind closed doors demos where they would talk about, "Here we're playing the game, and and here's how they're going to respond." And when you make a decision here, it's it's going to be like a real problem for you later because they're going to find ways to come back and get you later, or in the middle of this mission, you can deviate, and the AI is going to be able to be like, "Oh, understand." It's like it's it's overarching mission and be able to adapt. And none of that stuff happened. I I mean, obviously that would be a big advancement. That's actually reminds me of like a topic for this show I want to talk about here in the next couple of weeks is which game coming out do you think has the best chance of being the biggest sort of or the most ambitious or the better the best chance of pushing the industry forward um i, I think i 
we've been, I think we've gone through many years now where that just hasn't been top of mind of most publishers. Um, and I think there's probably a chance where one of those games does come along, does deliver on stuff that, that like something like cyberpunk was promising and really hits a home run because they, they get close enough that people notice all the possibilities, but it's going to be a lot of work, a lot of money, a lot of research and development. And we'll see if anyone's even trying here in the next couple of years, I guess. Yes. Yeah, seems like everybody's trying their best just to keep their head above the water here. Yes. Uh, all right. Uh, that's it for Super Chats for now. Guys, if you send more Super Chats in, we will read them before the end of the show. Thank you all so much. Mike, I want to ask you oh, about your hot mess and King Shit of the Week. Uh, if, you, if, if you're ready, do you have a hot mess? Because I got a couple here and I got a bunch from the community as well. Yeah, I mean, it's, 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 it's our boy Yeez, right? Ooh, yes, I think, I think he <laughs> might be our hot mess, definitely. Uh, yeah, he's the one who's like, you know, his company's doing poorly, and he's also handling it poorly, right? Yes. Uh, yep. You know, I mean, he's been in charge this entire time, and he's like, you know, we're all looking for the guy who did this, and he's like, oh, you guys, what you doing? You gotta get us out of this problem, right? Like, what are you talking about? Yep. You're in charge. You get us out of the problem. What's your plan, right? Yeah, and, and, yeah, and the, their plan is spend less money, stop hiring people. When people leave, don't replace them. And it's like, like all of the, like, all that stuff is just going to exacerbate the problem, which, I mean, I get it. You got to cut costs, but uh, then not offering any vision about what to do here is just looking real bad, real bad. Uh, yeah, he's easily uh, a hot shit of the week. Um, my... My hot mess is uh, that up to 20 developers were left off the credits for the Callisto product protocol. This, uh, this is getting pretty, um, it's getting pretty stupid at this point, uh, Mike, that, that people can work on a game like the Callisto protocol, something that's like pretty middling or divisive at least. And it's reviews yeah. and it's like, but people like slaved over that. They worked really hard for years. They uh, put, put, you know, blood and tears into it. Uh, you, uh, the, the director of that game made a big deal about how everyone's working so hard on that. And they're, they're, uh, we're, you know, we're crunching to get this thing finished and all that stuff. Um, and then you don't even give credit to every single person who did work on that stuff. And it, it, it's so I, easy. It's so easy. You should just do it. This is this stuff matters to the people that do work on it, not just because yeah, it's like, yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry, uh, but like, yeah. it's, it's it is just like you know. Look, most people don't read the credits. It's not a big deal. It's there a lot, largely for the people who worked on it. Just so you know, it's nice. It, it's just a nice thing to do, largely. And, and you need to be in those credits to like put stuff on your resume. Yeah. Like people check that stuff. They check Moby it's, Games when you are trying to get other jobs. You need those credits. Vindic vindicative shit, man. Yep. It, uh, the one thing that that when you're getting hired in the games industry, the one thing they care about more than anything else is, did you ship a game? Yeah. And according to the credits of Cluster Protocol, up to 20 people that did help ship a game, they did not, according to the it's, credits. It's it, it, messed sorry, up. Sorry, Jeff. It's just messed up. The, Go ahead. Is this the weird Jeff Keighley butt kisser who's, who's, who's being vindictive about this? Um... I, I I don't know if may, I mean I think it's um I can't remember his that name. guy he was on stage and like was supposed to talk about Clisa yes and said like gave a mini speech to Jeff about how great yes, he was it, is. it seems so pandering and pathetic it is him exactly he's like man we wouldn't be here uh, video games wouldn't exist without Jeff video Keely games wouldn't exist without you Jeff Keely oh, it is yes yeah yeah that's good, um, good. and it kind of just looks a little bit more right. I can't believe he's he's a weirdo yeah look it's very lip servicey in the light of this where it's like oh yeah the I people can't that he's only the nice work. to people that he thinks can uh, help him yep. promote his game. Uh, and, and, and like, you know, you, you say vindictive. I'm, I'm inclined to agree with you. 
but maybe it's just um, laziness or or just yeah incompetence or just like oh it's just not how things are done. We don't we're not even thinking about it in that way. That doesn't matter. It needs to happen. You guys need to figure this stuff out. This is this is a mess at this point. Uh, it's a game it, mess. It's a game uh, mess. Previously, it was just uh, that. Yeah, that was how games had, like worked. It we're, we're over this stuff. People worked on the on these things, and they deserve the credit. Uh, how about your king shit for the week, Mike? What do you got? Well, I I, can't, I don't know if it's Jahay or Jay Hay, but Jay, but let's say Jay Hay. Oh yes, the, the Super Mario Galaxy Two speedrunner who got the uh, any percent world record during a race during Games Done Quick Live. This is a uh, almost three hour long speed run. Uh, getting that getting that record during then is was just absolutely uh, bananas bonkers. Definitely one of the coolest things I've seen at Games Done Quick, which I've been watching pretty regularly since I think 2015 at least. So yeah, uh, it, records happen sometimes. Usually for smaller games that not a whole lot of people are running. Like the one time I can remember, it was what uh, Maui Mowered in Cold Shadow. You know, right? right? For like Super Mario Galaxy too. Like it's a ga- it's a Mario game, beloved it, Mario game. And most of the time during uh, events like this, the the runners are running their safety run, where it's like, yeah, we're doing the stuff that we know uh, we can pull off because we we don't want to um, elongate the run by messing up in any major way. But this was a race. So he, he did have to try as hard as possible for, for pretty much. And boy, that helped setting a world record. That was some real king shit. Absolutely. Um, How about you? Masahiro Sakurai's got a YouTube channel, uh, Mike. And uh, he put out one this week about Kirby's air ride. And, the, and he's basically, he starts off the video talking for two minutes about how awesome drifting is. And it's just like, it rules to see a guy Get, like be like pretty much the uh the, the the like to be able to like do a victory lap on his career come out and be like man i knew back then drifting ruled and i just wanted to make a game about drifting and so we and we had to do something with kirby uh because we wanted to have put a kirby game on the gamecube and i just knew this would be a perfect match and then he talks about that how that was the uh, the game essence and then, yes. and then and then he talked about all these other ways about how he fully understood about the 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 ways to make um drifting feel better it's like I, it is it is king shit to see someone who understands stuff like gaming so well put like people put these pieces together uh it was just it's real impressive all his videos are kind of like that but this one really just got me i'm like yeah he knows what he's talking about that guy's good at making games i need to watch more of his channel because every time i watch it it's great he obviously knows what's up he's very uh insightful kirby air rides a great game that like kind of seemed like underappreciated at the time and now it's really talked about fondly which is nice did he talk at all about the canceled 3D Kirby game for the GameCube, I wonder? He mentioned it a little bit. He's like, yeah, we canceled the Kirby game. And uh, he didn't like go into many details about it. But yeah, he, yeah, me- he mentioned it. And uh, then he talked about some of the other Kirby games would be made at that time, some by other companies. And he's like, listen, I, I directed Air Ride, so that's why I'm talking about here. But all these other companies deserve credit for all their stuff. He just seems cool. Yeah, seems like a seems like a smart guy. Uh, we have uh, we have uh, some hot mess of kingship from the community. Uh, starting here with Nintendo, bro. I only have a hot mess, which is Mike Minotti complaining about being in Nintendo jail while simultaneously saying Sonic is better than Mario. How do how do you respond? Well, that's not what I said. <laughs> I, all I said was, you know, what if I said Sonic? I like Sonic One more. That's what makes it worse. Mario this World. chicken shit the excuse only makes it that's worse. That's all I said. You know, I just want to. I just want to have the conversation, Jeff. <laughs> Just asking questions, bro. I'm just asking questions, bro. Debate me. Uh, Bench JC, I'd say the hot mess is Ubisoft. I don't think I need to explain. I'd say King Shit is Final Fantasy 14 6.3. They continue to put out quality content, and it's always a good time. How, how are things in Final Fantasy land? Where are you at in terms of your MMO time right now? 
Yeah, so uh, it's funny because I was like playing more World of Warcraft again because the expansion came out. I'm still checking in with Final Fantasy 14 a little bit every day, just kind of doing my sort of daily. I don't say chores; it makes it sound like it's work, but you know, I'd go in, I'd level up this job a little bit, or I would try to, you know, keep up with my auctions. The new patch came out, so that means you know, new story content, and the story content is like the main story. That's this continuing thing. It's kind of a fun time in the life cycle because. We're in the middle of this adventure between expansions, but it's clearly maybe hinting at what's going to be coming next. That ex- next expansion might be like a bit over a year away now at this point. So we're at that point when we're kind of thinking about that. Right. But uh, this also means like new uh, a bunch of other new content, including a new alliance raid. And this is the thing that you do with a total of 24 players. Um, and, and these have been super fun. You fight four bosses that are really well designed, super cool. And the music is just ridiculous. There's this like vocal song for the final boss here. And there's a person on a violin just going nuts. You need to just hear the song. It, it rules so hard. I did this raid with uh, my brother AJ on Tuesday. and We just had uh, such a good time with that. So, yeah, just uh, seems like another really, really good patch. Uh, so, yeah, I've just been playing a lot of Final Fantasy 14 again. I mean, I've always been playing a lot of Final Fantasy 14. But, uh, yep, even more of it. Uh, I sure do like that video game. Yeah, it sounds, it sounds like it's still in a really good place and continues to get better. So yeah, Right, but, and it seems like there's definitely room for World of Warcraft and Final Fantasy fourteen to kind of be popular. Right. And, and, and there kind of are, it almost happened, but I don't know if it happened by accident or what, but they kind of released their big content things and expansions alternating in a way, right? So they don't step on each other's toes too much in some ways. Yeah, uh, maybe they're just like uh, busy playing each other's stuff and then they get around to making <laughs> their stuff and that's how it just worked out naturally. Um, Low Rule also mentioned Glenn Schofield. Uh, thanks for that. Uh, Vince bopped Vince. Said his hot mess is Vince McMahon for whatever the fuck is going on at WWE right now. <laughs> but like, what did, did the, the Saudi Arabia acquisition ever pan out, or was that just kind of? Yeah, like as I as I was like somewhat afraid of like it was just reported by some mid tier. It was reported by Kermit Journalist. the Frog, wasn't it? Kermit. Well, Kermit the Frog was like had the rumor first, but it wasn't like CNBC or something, right? So, yeah, um, we don't know what's going on there. Some people are saying now maybe there have been talks, but nothing is official there. Who knows what's going right. on? I, it would still just be weird if that happened because so many people would be upset. But Vince McMahon's crazy and he can do what he wants. Right. And maybe that's the only way he thinks he can regain just total control again. It's a sell to Saudi. Uh, let them make him in charge, if, you know, assuming he has to say that, that's something that's somewhat interesting. That Vince McMahon would have to like be nice, like or have to like suck up to the Saudi princess yes. to make sure that he keeps getting to play pretend wrestling for the rest of his life. Um, I don't know. There's so many weird rumors and stuff going around. Like I, I was just reading some report again. I don't know if it's true that Stephanie and Triple H were opposed to the sale, and that's why Stephanie's gone. And who knows how much longer Triple H is going to be around? You know what? My big takeaway though, Jeff. Yeah. Really good dynamite last night. Yes. Really good AEW yes, episode absolutely. last night. So, hey. Yeah. Um, uh, Vince's uh, King Shit, uh, or uh, Bops, excuse me, King Shit goes to, sorry, Mike, The Last of Us. I've never actually played the series and started playing PS5 Fine. remaster of part one in anticipation for the show. It's not some divine gift from God, but man, it is a pretty, it, it's pretty looking and pretty good game. It's a very game. good game. He, he, you know a game is good when you know a lot of the spoilers, but those moments still hit like a Mack truck. Mike, I just, I've decided I'm going to give it a shot just to see if I really like it, and then I can annoy you about it. Because I, I think that'd be fun. I don't want to be like the I don't like Last of Us guy. I liked Last of Us 1 a lot when it came out. I just, you know, how many flowers does something need, right? Yes, that's uh, that's, that's, that's just my that thing. Uh, and look, 
I'm going to poke fun at it, I guess, uh, is all it is. And I'm not going to watch the show. Don't care. I would definitely replay the game or play the remake, whatever thing, before I go and watch that show. Uh, he also points out that bids are open for fantasy critics. So this is, and this is the busiest weekend of the year for bids. So uh, other than outside of E3. So don't miss out if you are in the leagues. Uh, we have two of them going. We'll do some updates on those throughout the year. Uh, Gigantis uh, says hot mess is skull and bones. Uh, Ubisoft's sixth delay of this game. Ubisoft is sinking. What a mess. As for king shit, it would be fantasy critic. I had my first draft this year. It was a ton of fun. It was nice to nerd out over some video games with the homies. I've also enjoyed watching other drafts as content. They give me more games to get hyped about. Yeah, that was that was fun. I had a good time doing our drafts. Uh, how about you? Yeah, yeah, I did. I was a little, I'm a little nervous about my Final Fantasy VII Rebirth pick. I hope that game does come out this year. But I, I was very happy I got Pikmin 4. I feel like that's a really strong pick for me. Uh, Dr. Suss is giving his king shit to Sony for their newly announced accessibility controller. Uh, Colin, I dedicate my king shit to the podcast, The More Civilized Age. I agree. Um, which recently wrapped their outstanding series on Andor. That I mean, it's a really good... Oh, no, no one likes that show. Yes, it's a really good companion piece to Andor, everybody. So if you were watching Andor and you're like, God, I wish I could hear somebody talk about this that actually uh, has read marks before. Um, yeah, that, go do that. That's that's the way to watch that show. Uh, Jeremy, do you think, do you think, yeah. um, do you think Dan Riker thinks uh, marks is is a writer who, who writes about uh, people who think wrestling is real. Yes. Uh, either that or he probably like, for some reason he's like, uh, he, t- he still thinks it's just the comedian, the Marx brothers or whatever, like just the comedians or whatever. Oh, that'd be good. Yeah. I'm like, I'm going to watch duck soup again. What is, what's duck soup? Is that's that, the big Marx brother. Is that a Marx brother one? Most famous one. Yeah. That's their, that's the, if you want, if you're going to watch one, watch duck soup. I wonder if it's in the public domain. We could just stream it. Um, it's, it's gotta be somewhere. Probably. Probably. From uh, Jeremy Biff, Kingship, paying five bucks a month to get Mike and Jeff to say dumb stuff. Booyah, ka-chow. <laughs> Booyah, ka-chow. A hot mess. Xbox Twitter account. I don't like when brands try to have personality, and Xbox feels like <laughs> it's trying hard to be my friend. Last week, mm. they asked everyone what their gaming hot takes are. Yeah, that yeah. stuff runs real hot and cold sometimes. In the moment, sometimes, and it's not usually Xbox, but some accounts, it's like they, when they pop off and they... I have like a clap back towards someone. I'm like, yeah, get them brand. And then I'm like, oh, well, that's an, that's actually kind of gross. Never mind. It's pretty gross. I, I did follow my first brand in a while today. I found there's an official Popeye Twitter account. And uh, I guess everybody was sending him pictures of Luke from the Street Fighter 6. <laughs> and he's like, who is this swab and who dressed him? You know? I'm like, yeah, that's funny. It's get funny his ass, Popeye. Popeye. Hearing Popeye talk about video game characters in 2023 tickles my fancy yeah, that, image. That's somehow real funny. Uh, Jeremy Biff also mentions King shit. Jamal Williams, Aaron Rodgers sucks. I'm a Detroit Lions fan now. Can we get Jamal Williams on last of the Nintendos? I'll try. Um, we'll, I'll have to play some more Pokemon so I know what I'm talking about because he'll get real mad if I mess up and call don't, it Pokemon. Don't call Pokemon. Don't call it Pokemon. He'll get you. Uh, disrespectful. Don't be doing Pokemon like that. Uh, Big Tony, hot mess is easily Vince McMahon. Uh, Lenny, cool dick Denver, hot mess is definitely the 4070 Ti or just the entire series of graphics cards from NVIDIA and AMD. It's like they both came together and said, what if we both make everything cost more than it should? So this current generation of cards would uh, cost you a kidney. We can use more kidneys. Uh, King shit is that Will Ospreay, Kenny Omega, Wrestle Kingdom match. Mike, I haven't watched Mm. this yet. Yeah, yeah, it's good stuff. I have a New Japan uh, World subscriptions if you want to watch it sometime yeah someone else uh, yeah. also gave me their login information and i was pretty yeah, sick when yeah. i got it so i'm like i gotta i gotta check in on yeah, that yeah I, I i didn't watch the whole show i watched that uh the ftr versus uh goto 
uh, and uh, Yoshi matched up. I have this weird reoccurring joke with my friend Goto's just like a, a like a May Carter, New Japan that is, is really good. He's had some pushes, but he's never like won the world title. But he's a good worker. For some reason, uh, there's like this um, lore that my dog Penny is a really big Goto fan. Uh-huh. And we just talk about that constantly. And like every time Goto's on screen, I'm like, oh, shit, Penny's going to freak out or Penny or if Goto loses. Like, you know, next time we're chatting, I'll be like, yeah, Penny was just really upset about, you know, we treat it dead serious. So that's how I amuse myself. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen. Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups. It's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%. Uh, Beef Hammer and Jet and Time both mentioned Ubisoft as, as part of their. Well, no, actually, Beef Hammer mentioned Mike Minotti's gaming takes as, as their hot mess. Uh, uh, Jet and Time's hot mess was uh, was Ubisoft and the eventual Game of the Year winner Skull and Bones. Uh, Kingship for what if though, man? What if? What if, huh? what if that be something? <laughs> I hope so I hope that's exactly the world we're we're living in. I, is there any chance that game is good? I mean. It, 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 I don't understand how it couldn't be in some ways because you just had to take that good system you had in another game and just kind of make it its own thing. Yeah. It didn't have to be overthought that much. Like, that was pretty fun. I mean, fucking Kingdom Hearts 3 basically just stole it for a bit and it was fun in that. Kingdom Hearts 3 did it as one level in its game and it was Kingdom Hearts 3. So I don't know. I, like, I, I agree that I somehow don't expect it to be, but I also <laughs> don't understand why not. Uh, the Jet in Time also mentions their king shit is RRR winning the Golden Globe for best original song. This is a this is huge as an Indian myself. Seeing a film like this makes such an impact overseas. I'm really happy to hear hear that, Jet. That's that, that's incredible. very nice. But does this mean that Lady Gaga did not win for uh, 
that Top that, Gun song. That's that exactly I what it means, Mike. Well, then I'm I'm not happy. Oh man, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Uh, Screaming Madden's so hot mess isn't gaming related, but the result of the college football national championship. Okay, it's clearly clearly not <laughs> as messy as some other <laughs> answers, <laughs> but for a season of CFB that was one of the best in recent memory. From teams like my favorite Florida State being good, uh, again to TSU of all teams reaching the finals, it was a shame that the championship was so one sided. I mean, yeah, uh, Ohio State should have been in there, and Michigan. That call was a touchdown, and they lost by six. It should have been Ohio State, Michigan, and that would have been would have been amazing. That, that would have been, been so a fucking like meltdown of an amazing. Yeah. I mean, even if the game was a blowout, it still would have been Ohio State, Michigan in the championship, and that story alone would have been incredible. Uh, Chaos Buckaroo, Hot Mess Bandai Namco, uh, as you all discussed on Last of the Nintendogs, Bandai Namco is releasing a remastered version of a Tales of Savonia that is worse than the 20-year-old original. What a damn shame. What the hell? What the hell? Like, just, just, just go down the dolphin, I guess. <laughs> like, right? Like, what yeah. is going on? Absolutely. The dolphin runs great on the Steam Deck and on any number of other devices. It runs great on Android. Uh, King Shit is Mike uh, for standing courageously in the face of his enemies and never wavering from his opinions that Sonic 1 is better than Super Mario World. Thank you. He said this with his whole chest, however misguided it might be. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to throw the word hero around, but... Don't encourage him, buck Buckaroo, please. Uh, Mr. Bowler, hot mess is my hopes for another Mario plus Rabbids game. Sparks of Hope is a very good game. But with the way Ubisoft is calling it a disappointment, I think we'll just have to be happy we got a couple of good games out of it. They should have done something different. That's what they, if they were going to do Rabbids and Mario again, as much as good as this game uh, apparently is. Again, I haven't really played it. I I still want to. But as good as this game is, they should have just done a different genre, and they should have made it like a, a, a an RPG actually. Like an actual turn-based RPG. Turn-based, or... no, whatever. Action RPG. Make it like Kingdom Hearts. I don't give a fuck. But like, uh, do something different with those Mario characters, mixing it up with Rabbids characters. I mean, we, we we laughed at that Muso idea. If you made a Mario Rabbids game a Muso, that would have tickled right. my fancy. I, I think that was part of the first one. Like, well, that's weird. Mario has a gun. Uh, the Rabbids. I don't know. That's almost weird. I guess. Maybe yes. That's kind of neat. But like the second time, that's not weird anymore. Now you're just uh, those Rabbids again. Okay. And here's Edge, and she's she's yeah. really cool, and she has like a big sword. And she's really strong, yeah. and um, uh, yeah, it's and again, it is a good game, it is, but yet I didn't want to, I don't want to beat it. No, yeah. didn't. Uh, Nick Thurber says, make it like a dragon, uh, make it like like a dragon. Uh, uh, I, 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 I would like to see like Mario and Rabid Mario like singing karaoke. That would be very good. I'd like that. It should have been a karaoke game. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, let's see, I think Mr. Bowler's King Shit. Yes, King Shit goes to everyone who's helped put on another great Games Done Quick event. These are always great to watch, and it's good to see how people donate. Yeah, those things um, always amaze me how many people watch, how many people contribute, how many people donate. It is really impressive stuff. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I wonder, uh, I gotta check the schedule. Did you watch the Neon White uh, speedrun? I was at all? watching the Neon White stuff. That is. Uh, flabbergasting, actually, because because cool. boy, those levels just go by so fast, and he's doing it right the first time every time. It's kind of un. I have a hard time under understanding what's even happening. That's it's funny because like I'm watching, I'm like, oh, these are the strats I do. That's neat, but then he's like doing all of them like consecutively, like it's like a normal game, like not having to retry fifty times like I do to yep. get it right that one time. I was like, ooh, <laughs> yeah, he's just in another world. Yep. Mm -hmm. Uh, from Hosp, uh, Hot Messes Ubisoft with more delays. Uh, Clink says, as a newfound lover of garbage, Skull and Bones, I think, is both for me. Uh, the fact that the game has been delayed again with promises of an eventual release is baffling. Is a baffling hot mess. Um, 
Pseudo Gerudo, Jeff stuffing his pockets with 300 travel size toothpaste tubes for a podcast it joke from Mike. Mike using the calcified remains of Nintendo jail prisoners to construct a shrine to Doug Bowser Minotti. Uh, <laughs> he says that their king shit is go, goes to Jeff uh, powering through sickness and putting on some good shows around the web. Thank you very much. Mike gets an honorary king shit because he didn't get sick from cutting Jeff's hair. That's that's fair. That's true. That's true. I do have that bag of hair. It's in the house now. I had to make room in my car, which is terrifying. It that's hasn't a, come to life and strangled me yet. Pretty. It's going to be like that episode of of when uh, uh, I can't remember the name of the show, but it's going it is going to come to life and it is going to attack you. Um, what uh, Twilight Zone? No, it's it's an anime. It's the one good, the one oh, really shit. good anime. Uh, Hot mess. Hot mess goes to Ubisoft, I guess. I mean, a lot, a lot oh, of oh, the Cowboy Bebop Cowboy. in the fridge. How yes. did I know what you were referencing? Yeah, that's Ew, gross. You, wait. You can't say you gross. Though. Can we give him hot, everyone everyone's hot mess this week for that? <laughs> Somehow so every much. time, every, every time I like would put on Adult Swim, and it's like, oh, Cowboy Bebop on, on. Everybody likes this. I guess I'll watch it. It's like four times. It's always that fridge episode. It's a good it's episode, like, but it is, is like a bottle episode that is like self-contained. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, at least Samurai Shampoo, which I actually watched with friends with time. It's bottle episode was a baseball episode. And that I always like. That's that's good stuff. Uh, the Uncharted Wolf hot mess goes to Bench JC in the Discord for making a bet with me as follows. He thinks Hogwarts Legacy will be the top three will be a top three best selling brand new game of 2023, the same year as a new Spider Man, Star Wars, Zelda, and a Bethesda game comes out. It is hmm. it is selling very well on Steam right now. I mean, he might be right. That, don't forget, Spider Man is just on PlayStation. Hogwarts Legacy is going to be on Switch. I don't think it's going to run well, but it's going to sell a couple million more copies. Um, I, I think it has. I think it's very. If it comes out and the reviews are good, I think it could enough. do the Lego. Yeah, it could do the Lego Star Wars uh, numbers, which is massive. That would be huge, and that would make it one of the top three best selling new games of the year. I think because I think yeah. that's what Lego was was number three. Uh, well, we'll see. A lot of it comes down to whether or not the game is good. Uh, I don't think all of the backlash to J.K. Rowling is going to hurt it. As much Probably as it not. as much as it drives me crazy, uh, King shit goes to Alex. Also in the Discord, he was the only person to predict that Skull and Bones wouldn't release in Q1 2023, making him the first person community wise to get points in my Metacritic predictions game. Wow, that's oh, impressive. That's right. I, we that's right. We put scores on it. Shit. Shit. Oh man. I mean, in our defense, like really, they're gonna delay yeah, it. Come oh, on. Shit. I mean, again, like I was talking to their PR. <laughs> like, give me a break. <laughs> Oh, man, incredible. Uh, Vision 49, hot mess. I'm going to have to go with Ubisoft. King shit goes to you guys and the Discord. The pods are always a ton of fun and genuinely informative when it comes to the business end of games. Uh, we're just making all this shit up. Don't worry about it. Uh, thank you so much, Vision. Uh, Jedi, Moss, Jedi Moss 4, the hot mess continues to be AAA games as they become increasingly more expensive and longer to make with no guarantee of success. Uh, P.S. Before someone says indie games can fill the gap, which I think I did earlier in this episode, they are as vulnerable to risk as AAA games. That's also true, if not more so. See games that don't land well like Sports Story. Yeah, what do you think happens to that studio after Sports Story? I don't uh, know. That's rough. I mean, they spent basically the last six years making that, right? Yep, so. yep. What happens? Uh, the king shit is AAA games because they, uh, when they do pull it off with games like Elden Ring, it's truly a magical experience. I mean, yeah, but like Elden Ring is like from software exists in a, in a world beyond like AAA. Like they are just they are doing stuff no one else can do because they have the art and the design capacity that just no one else does. 
Uh, it's a it's a high risk, high reward industry, and it's very weird. Yes, uh, Nick Turbo's hot mess. Having to wait over a month to see Jeff suffer playing more Bubsy 3D. It was a long wait, and I was very excited not to play it. And then I got back to it today, and let me tell you, that game fucking sucks, Mike. It's so bad. I, Look, Jeff, I always tell you, you're not going to get any sympathy from me. I had that game as a kid and had to make the most of it. I always, so. Yeah, I always forget that. that. That's just that's such a miserable thing to uh, uh, imagine that I just don't. Mm-hmm. I can't imagine you actually having that. We um, we were like trying to guess, like, do you think more than 5,000 people have beaten that game? I don't think so. Hmm. That's a good question. Did you uh, beat it? Like, no. We did not beat it. I mean, we probably at some point, maybe if there was a cheat to see the final level, we might have done yeah, that. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. I wonder, I mean, I bet at least a thousand people have ironically beaten it at this point. But there, I don't know. There are enough, there so. are no walkthroughs of that game on GameFAQs. No uh, way. Yes. There that's, had to be at some point, because GameFAQs has had some purges, I think. Okay, so maybe got lost that purge. Maybe we could check the uh, the Wayback Machine. GameFAQs um, purge. Nick Turbo says, Kingship, me buying an SNES NSO controller for retro games like the Castlevania Advanced Collection. Oh, that's, yeah, that's cool. I was I, I I was I was I couldn't sleep um, a couple of nights ago. And I was just looking at that Nixie GameCube thing again, and for some reason they had like uh, eighty more in stock. So I was able to order one of those. Oh, so good. Okay. Yes, that that those, that Switch GameCube style controller. You, you sent me uh, the link. You're like, hey, try to buy this right now while you can. I and I went. By the time I clicked on it, the site was down. It wasn't even like oh, sold wow. out. It just wouldn't even load. So. Um. All right. Let's see where we're at. Uh, Gerber says their hot mess is the inexorable rise of YouTube face in the CES coverage. I can't tell if the product is bad or if the host has gas. Uh, that That's fair. I'm, I'm over this at this point. I'm like, I know. I what understand. is this? You know, people going with the with the big wide, like, sh- surprise face whenever they're, like, seeing a new product um, or oh, it, sure. reaction well, yeah, face I mean, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, the reaction face. Yeah, I mean... I don't know. Apparently that works is all I know, right? Like oh, yeah. that's People, why all the YouTube thumbnails for everything look the same. Even ours a little bit more now, but yeah, the brain likes faces. Works. Brain likes faces a lot. Yeah. Uh, it's stupid to try to stand against it. But yeah. yeah I, especially I, my face. Yeah. That's yeah, definitely stupid. Uh King Shit from Gerber. YouTube finally deciding to put manners on all those potty mouth streamers who swear their their way through life. Uncouth scum. Fuck yeah, this, that. this is yeah. Fuck them. Uh, this is probably going to be a problem for us eventually. We'll see. <laughs> is this really a thing now? This, yeah, uh, they, they changed their guidelines on um ah. on being ad suitable. Uh, we'll see if we start that's, getting demonetized. That's okay. You know, I thought I could get I could I could start swearing less contrary to what I said ten seconds ago. If we have to start being, you know, Jeff. That's not what makes us who we are. Saying fuck. Speak for yourself. And and vagina. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And shit and or poop. Yep. Yes. And, and asshole. The specific uh, body part. I'm not just saying ass. Asshole. Uh, juicy, juicy wide holes. Is that what you talked about? Juicy Ju- wide gaps. Yeah, juicy premium gaps. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, you have to Bitch. listen to what, what? What even was that? What were we even talking about? Where were we? So you're I- talking about a gap in like a release schedule or something. Oh, that's right. It was on Game S mornings. All right. So yeah, if you want to context for that. Yeah. Uh, Bayleaf Moon, hot mess for me is the Xbox Developer Direct. It feels like I already know everything that will be shown and has no mystery compared to a showcase or direct where you have no idea what they'll show or if they'll really uh, or if they'll re- reveal release dates plus they needed to package in Starfield why have two events when you are trying to build up your events and get as many eyes as possible i that they have to prove that this is worth our time right bayleaf moon I, i'm i'm right there with you for up, up to a point if we get there and this developed direct feels informative and fun and breezy and um does give like some 
some dates that feel like, oh man, that's actually sooner than I was expecting. It, I think it could still be exciting. It seems like Forza may be the one that's sooner than we're expecting, because I would have almost not been too surprised if that was a holiday game. And the fact that they're talking about that at this makes me think, oh. What do you think, like March? Maybe March. I'm, I might be with you on that. They should release it the same day as the Gran Turismo movie. When does that come yeah, out? That, yeah, I think that's later this year. I got uh, excited for that. Like, let's go. Lando uh, Bloom. I, I mean, yeah. Lando Vroom? Oh, my God. Orlando Vroom. Just go tweet it right now. Uh, oh my god, Matt, shit, 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 shit. I gotta, I gotta <laughs> do it, I gotta do it. Uh, Matt Raremonkey's hot mess is Justin Roiland. Did you hear about this, Mike? Yeah, I saw a little bit about this. Two years of being like back and forth in court in a court case for domestic felony domestic assault, alleged, allegedly, uh, and no one ever reported on it. I guess people just didn't know about yeah, it. Yeah, I, I didn't know. Now, the, the person that is um, uh, bringing the case against them is a Jane Doe, so they don't want their name out there. That is probably a big reason is that they don't want to be dragged... I'm going to assume that if you are a woman who feels that they were uh, allegedly domestically abused by Justin Roiland, you don't want your name in the media because of the way that that audience might respond to you. No. That is a fucking tragic. Yeah, they lost their goddamn mind about chicken nugget sauce. Yes, that is a grim, grim thought. That sucks. That sucks monkey ass. Uh, Matt's uh, king shit. Hopefully a new year of gaming uh, based on what is supposed to come out this year. Uh, a great game, a great year of gaming. Yes, that's, uh, I hope so. We'll see. Uh, we're going to get a good idea here pretty soon, I think, if things are going to start really hitting. Uh, a couple more here. Tracks Hot Mess, Wizard of the Coast canceled five games at the start of the year and then caused alarm in the D&D community with the leak of an update to the open game license for D&D that would demand people using the license start to uh, pay Wizards of the Coast for using the OGL if they make over a certain amount. They also celebrated Magic the Gathering, and that's a quote-unquote celebrated Magic the Gathering's 30th anniversary uh, at the end of last year by only releasing a $1,000 product for the anniversary where you get four packs of cards that are not legal to play in any official format. Um, yeah. man, I'm glad I'm not a fan of any Wizards of the Coast stuff. Yeah, yeah, me too. That's, yeah. That's, yeah, uh, absolutely. It's a half not subsidiary. a fucking nerd. Yes, exactly what I was trying to say. Uh, tracks king shit. Don't have anything gaming related. So three day weekends. Hell yeah, that's a good one. Good call. Uh, Mayonetta, uh, hot mess. <laughs> Dumbass is harassing the Aether's X SX2 uh, developer to the point that they have now discontinued development. And that was the PS2 Android emulator. That was the the one that's yeah. like getting active improvements and was like going to be the next big thing for that. Uh, they've just said nope, not going to do it because of death threats. Just wild stuff. Jeez. Right, uh, man. Man, that is king shit. The workers at the appropriately named proletariat who've organized and are fighting the union-busting capitalist bastards at Activision. Yes, that was a good story this week. And that that name, Proletariat Gaming, uh, I love that. Uh, Wong Gifts. Actually, Hot Mess is definitely just Royland, Justin Roiland. Holy shit. King shit is those workers at Activision. Uh, Shoji Kodo. Hot Mess, outside of the obvious answers, Yves Gimel or Glenn Schofield. I'd like to nominate Nick Turbo, Purely because he reminded me of the server yesterday about Pilk, which is, I think, Pepsi Milk. Is that what Pilk is? No. Oh. Yeah, Mike's making a face, like the face oh, of like a Coke lover I, hearing uh, about Pepsi uh, Milk. That's what Pilk is, right, everybody? I don't know. Oh, I hope. Oh, not. yeah, yeah. They tried to wolf out Wolf's Pepsi Milk. It says, it says right here. Uh, King shit. All the QA workers establishing the first union at oh, Microsoft. I actually Sandy feel Locks. queasy. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, that's disgusting. Don't knock it before you try it, Mike. Man. I would not know. Oh, man. If you, we got to come up with a bet where if you lose, you got to drink pilk. 
I was up here after coming up with Orlando Vroom, and I've just been immediately brought back down here, which is where my I think I, I think I would probably vomit. I don't I do not vomit yes. very easily. Uh, yeah, the idea of like it. carbonated milk with like brown I like liquid. In. I don't like milk at all. Actually, I don't yeah. like milk very much. And I'm like, I'm like, I had a weird thing for a bit where like, you know, when you're 12 year old, you make a uh, brand's part of your identity. And I did that with Coca-Cola and. Uh, you know, a little bit of that is still with me to the point where I'm like Pepsi is eh, I don't like Pepsi. They're worse than this other mega corporation. <laughs> but it's I still feel that way. They wouldn't give that kid a Harrier jet. They're bad. Uh, <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Fuck them. That, oh, they, oh, look, it's a little girl, but she has a deep man voice. Fuck you. <laughs> uh, new generation. My ass. Um, yes. That, you see that they replaced Sierra Mist? No. What huh? they do? Yeah. Yeah. What? It's not Sierra Mist anymore. It's called. um What's. What's it called? Like Starry or something? Oh right, yes. I, I heard of the this name before. Name. I didn't realize it was a replacement for Sierra Mist, though. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, which is weird. I don't know why they bothered. Like it's not like any. I, Sierra Mist is the Seven Up Starry. equivalent. It was there. Well, Sprite, yeah. Sprite, uh, Sprite, Sprite, Sprite. Because right. Seven Up is like not Pepsi or Coke. It's okay. like Dr. Pepper. Dr. Pepper. Yeah. And okay. Coke had Sprite. Right. So like Pepsi needed their own lemon lime cola. So they right. made Sierra Mist. Like. 20 years ago, whatever. Sierra Mist like, right. like, sounds like Mountain Dew because it's like Sierra Mountains right. Mist Dew. Yeah, but and it was fine. It was just, you know, it was it was literally just Sprite, but made by Pepsi. Uh, it's not like Pepsi and Coke where they're, you could probably actually just, I mean, I can tell the difference. I think that Sprite and Sierra Mist probably tasted almost exactly the same. Sure. I I, mean, yeah, I imagine this is mostly just like, well, if we change the name, maybe a bunch of people will be like, well, now I have to try it for no reason. So yeah, all, all soda pop brands taste the same except for Coke tastes different. That's the one thing that's like, it's not just another cola. It's it's Coke. I think, but I'm pretty sure that's uh, their marketing slogan. Uh, all right, that does it for uh, our hot mess king shit for this week. Thank you, everybody who helped contribute to that. That was uh, it was a lot of fun to go through all those with you. Uh, some really good answers in there, uh, Mike. Why don't we take another quick break? We'll come back and we will hit the calendar for this year and read the rest of the super chats and then talk about the games we've been playing. Sound good? Okay. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. 
Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Mike, uh, do we get any more Super Chats that we should hit before we talk about the games that are coming out this year? Got a few more here. How about I read these real quick? Yes, please. Burrito says, Grub, I don't, why am I rolling my eyes? I don't want to sound like an SOB, but I'm so glad you're back to raging at Blight Club. I'm like, I'm messed up, Jeff. I'm like, actually like, I'm like, I want to play a game on Blight Club. Like, I'm missing out. <laughs> like, I feel like, uh, like, oh, this looks fun. It is, um... I will tell you, Bubsy 3D is not fun. I can, t- I can oh, confirm I that 100%. And now you know. So I remember you've always known. I know. Uh, it, is, um, it, it is so infuriating uh, trying to just figure out what is going on. And then you, uh, you die because the enemies have no... Uh, there, there's like no governor on them. If they see you and you're in the range, they just come and they go and they go and they go and they go and they go. And some, I've just gotten to a level where enemies, uh, I can't jump on their head to kill them. So I can't even get rid of them unless I find a gun, uh, like a, the gun ability and, and shoot them. But that's like so hidden, it's not even worth going for. So I'm like, I'm dying frequently. And then when I die, I respawn at the checkpoint and I look around and I lost every single time because everything looks exactly the same. Right, there's no it identifiable landmarks. A nightmare. It is such what, a bad game. What could possibly go what, wrong? What could possibly go wrong? Uh, next one here is from El Grug. What am I doing again? Mail Jeff's hair to Tam. Don't tell him, though. Yeah, Tam maybe has it coming after saying I'm, I was disrespectful. What level of respect does he think that that, uh, that whole procedure of lobbing off Jeff's hair <laughs> did? It was his own fault. Yeah, fair. True. Yeah, I, you get no simpy from me. Give me you your know, Wolf says, I lost a bet in the Discord, so that's why I drank milk. Oh, he's the initial taste isn't awful, but the aftertaste was awful and stayed for six hours. I'm going to throw up. <laughs> don't don't ever talk to me about pilk again. What about deep pilk, as the chat was mentioning, which is Dr. Pepper milk? Doctor, yeah, that's also pretty gross. Slightly less, but no, don't <laughs> don't mix. Don't mix milk with soda. Don't mix milk with any. I don't even I, I don't even like uh, milk like, with cereal like milk. No, I, don't, I like milk as an ingredient, like cooking things like to okay, make sauces. sure. Yeah. I like a glass of milk. Like I get it. Drink At least there's no milk, milk and cheese, though. That's that's one. <laughs> yeah, I love cheese. Funny <laughs> enough, cheese is just the best, baby. Uh, there's uh man, ugh yeah. That's 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 nasty. I don't like milky alcoholic drinks. I don't like Bailey's or um what. I don't. I hate old Russian. Not old Russians. What they called white Russians. I think yes, white, white Russians. Russians. Are gross. I don't care how much you like the Big Lebowski. You. Uh, any other super chats? Uh, that is it for now. But guys, we will still read them if you get them in before the end of the show here. Yep, thanks for those. All right, let's uh, let's talk about what's coming out later this year. And I think what we'll do is, after we mention these games this week, well, I want to come back next week, Mike. So think about this as we're talking about these games. And I want you and me, and maybe we can have the chat, like uh, contribute, or the community contribute to this a little bit. Um, maybe we can have them vote on it. What do you think will be the top 10 games at the end of this year, based on what we know now? Mm. Now, obviously, there's going to be games in there that we didn't even know existed by the end of this sure. year. That's how it always is. But let's see how close we can get. All right. Starting off with the first big game that's coming out soon. I guess let me check these. Right, yeah, we got, we do have a Persona uh, Four and and Three like coming out to more stuff here in the next couple of days. 
Uh, One Piece Odyssey came out literally today. Uh, but the first real big game on this list is Fire Emblem Engage on January 20th. Mike, I know we've talked a lot about Fire Emblem Engage in our, in our like hesitancy towards this game, especially on Last of the Nintendogs. Uh, I'm sure not much has changed in the last two days, but this is a game that you're still not sure about, right? Yeah, but you know, Jeff, I'll prob- there's a very good chance to start playing it, and all I think about is I like Fire Emblem. Those games are fun, and yeah, this anime bullshit is maybe a bit much for me, whatever. I'll still have fun with the whole turn-based combat of it. And, you know, I'm playing so many, like, unusually darker, quote-unquote, like, scary horror games at the moment, and probably will be with, with Dead Space also, which I'm sure we're getting to. Maybe maybe the power of friendship anime super bright mm-hmm. color thing will be a nice palette cleanser. I don't know. I want. I don't want to be like again. I don't want to be like the guy who's not excited for Fire Emblem and is like poo pooing it and making it miserable for people because I like it's the Fire next Emblem. the last. It's the next the Last of Us. No yeah, one's gonna it's like the it. next the Last of Us. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So you know, I'm gonna. I'm, I want to be a bit more optimistic. Uh, January twenty fourth for Spoken. Uh, yeah. I am. I, I just saw a commercial for this on TV for the first time. Ah, so that's nice. They're marketing it. I guess it was during the hockey game, so it's not like they're spending big money. It's just hockey. Uh, but still, it's like, okay, they're, they're, they're going for it. they got to tell people about it. It's really coming out. Uh, I still am not sure what to expect in terms of the overall takeaway from this game because it has been so hard to pin down. The tone and the character writing, it seems all over the place. I have no idea what to expect from, I guess, the the plot. And then the the core gaming action, people seem to like some, some people say like, oh, it's pretty good. Some people think the demo is super boring and, and not good at all. So it's like it's it's tough to pin this one down. Uh, where are you at with Forspoken? I don't I'm not expecting much. My big question is, what is Square Enix expecting? Is this going to be another weird case of them having bizarre expectations for a game that honestly, at this point, they maybe should already be writing off, right? Well, where was this game made? Isn't this game being made in Japan? So no, they won't have that problem. That always happened with their Western studios where it's like, we were expecting this to sell much better. We're just, we're not mad. We're disappointed in you, American development team and Canadian development team. Um, I don't think they've ever done that same like uh, song and dance with one of their uh, Japanese studios. And this is a Luminous Productions. Is that the name of the studio? I think this is the this, Luminous. I think this is the Luminous. Yeah. Is this the Final Fantasy 15 team, or at least like broken off from the Final That's Fantasy 15? That sounds right to me. Yes, Luminous. Yes, and it's um, director. Uh, Takeshi Aramaki, Ar- Aramaki. Yes, that sounds right. So that sounds like the Final Fantasy 15 team. Yeah, it, it used to be known as Business Division Two, which was yep, them. This is that team. This, yep. Yeah, exactly. This is this is them. So I mean, Final Fantasy 15 is good, and this was this is like a, a good amount of time after that. So they had a lot of time. I don't know. Maybe maybe again, this is going to come out and surprise us. I just I just don't know. Nothing's really been resonating with what they've been showing. Uh, so far and it is coming out soon man that is crazy yes we are talking within like not even two weeks 12 days this thing's gonna be here we should probably be getting code if you haven't already i think some people might have already been getting it so uh yeah reviews are gonna be out there and we're gonna know more about this very soon uh then three days later dead space the remake january 27th uh that that launch trailer oh. came out today, and boy, does it look very good, Mike. It looks real good. Even back when this game first came out, when I was really not playing many of these kinds of games, I thought this game ruled. Uh, I always like would take to sci-fi score a little bit better, uh, and I just thought the whole, you know, the, the gun limb mechanic was good. I just liked the whole derelict space station, so a spaceship uh, vibe of it. 
I thought the whole UI was really just spiffy and cool. And this is looking like a very like um, well-directioned remake. It seems yes. like they had a vision. They knew what to do and it was the right call. It, it's going to work out. And again, I've been having Jeff, I've been shocked how much fun I've been having playing Resident Evil one remake. I've been enjoying that so immensely. And I'm just kind of like in the mood for more of these things. And look what's coming. I'm, I'm ready yep. to go. I uh, I think uh, Dead Space is going to be uh, like when we get past January and we look back, I think it's going to be the game that everyone is still talking about. It's it's going to be huge, I think. So 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 that's so Dead Space came out around the same time as Mirror's Edge and Mirror's Edge has like, yeah, you know, it's our game around that people like a lot. You think, you think there's any chance that they would just be like, well, why don't we just remake Mirror's Edge also? What the heck? Um, Say yes. No, because it's dice, yeah, right? It's not like um, well, dice doesn't have to make the remake. No, they don't. They don't have to, but it is. Uh, I, sp- I suppose it could. It's not happen. like this, they, this isn't the original developer of Dead Space. They're gone. Oh yeah, exactly. Though they're gone, so it's like it's easy to have someone else do it. It's like would um, would dice be like, yeah, well, well someone else could bring back. Bring back. I, I suppose yeah. dice doesn't have a lot of say in it anymore. Uh, but I think Mirror's Edge might seem like a distraction for dice that needs to figure out Battlefield. Even if it is happening somewhere else. Um, okay, chat is trying to... I, I don't know what this is about. Some people are like, Mirror's Edge is bad. D. Jones has a point, though, that Mirror's Edge almost doesn't need a remake. It looks good. But, I mean, I might have said the same thing about Dead Space. In my mind, that yes. game still like, looked really good. But this looks very good. I think, I, I mean, again, I wouldn't want a one-to-one. Dead Space is... Uh, Mirror's Edge is not Dead Space in terms of like its ability to do numbers, though, right? You think? Oh, probably not. Uh, it's like, yeah, Dead Space okay. is going to come out and probably be like one of the top sellers... Well, you know, You're top right. 10 of the year, potentially, uh, maybe like the lower part of the top 10, uh, but at least top 15. It's going to be huge. So I yeah. just like Mirror's Edge a lot, Jeff. I know. I know. It, he, he's right. Then you you said this yourself. Going back and playing Mirror's Edge, like uh, upgraded for the Xbox is oh. fantastic. So it's very good with that uh, that frame rate boost or whatever. It's oh, it's amazing on there. Yeah. Uh, oh, I'm going to play Mirror's Edge again. January 31st, SpongeBob SquarePants, The Cosmic Shake. Um, that sort of um, spiritual follow-up to the remake of Bikini Bottom. Uh, battle for Bikini Bottom. Yeah, Battle for Bikini Bottom, yes. So uh, th- this is coming out, like, I'm kind of like another chance to take the temperature on what Embracer Group and THQ Nordic really are. Are they serious about making games that are of any quality or is this feel like a cash-in? We'll, we'll know pretty soon. Um, I'm pretty excited for this. I love 3D platformers. Good. Um, this team did a good job with that remake uh, of a pretty beloved 3D platformer, certainly in terms of licensed ones. So, and you know, SpongeBob just lends himself pretty well to this genre. Uh, I'm really excited to see what that can look like. I kind of hope that this is like what Crash 4 was, you know, after we got all those good remakes from that era. Uh, I have, yeah, high hopes for this one. Uh, then February 10th, we get Hogwarts Legacy. And I, I mean, to me, at this point, it just comes down to uh, the reviews in terms of whether or not this game performs well or not. If it, if it has like 80s, if it's anywhere in the 80s, it's it seems like it could be very it's gonna sell well. It's going to be very big. Yeah. Um. Uh, let's see. Blanc is a good indie. Someone's game. mad at you for skipping season. What season? Oh, uh, season is the. You know what? Let's just click on it because I I I kind of it's like the um kid on a bike thing. I remember this or is that a, a girl? I can't remember which one this is, but I'll bring it up right here. And yes, it's that lady on a bike game. Let me click here and we'll watch the trailer real quick. Oh, uh, yeah, I can know exactly what kind of game. I left my home to record the world before it ends. Yes, if I can skip here. Let me turn off the sound at least. Um, yes, th- this one looks cool because it's like, a, it seems like a vibey game where you're biking around the world. Yeah, and it was at a Sony event. That's right. Is this Annapurna? 
Um, it looks like it. Let me. <laughs> sure. Probably not my thing. Looks nice though. Let's get through to the end. See what they say. It is uh, Epic Mega Grants recipients. Uh, Scavenger Studio. Uh, yeah. It's from the Canada Mega Fund or Media Fund. So it's paid for by Canada uh, Canadians. Well, then I will never play it. <laughs> Uh, how dare they try to uh, bring their propaganda they? into our country where our, know America invented bikes. With, where our children try to eat and sleep. Oh, man. All right, moving on. Theater uh, Rhythm mm. final bar line on fe- February 16th. You ready to go, Mikey? Let's go. They released a, a, a list of songs from Final Fantasy fourteen that are going to be in this bad boy, mm-hmm. and I am ready. Uh, that's uh, right. There's probably a lot of Final Fantasy fourteen music they could put in lot. this. Yes, there sure, there sure is, Jeff. I mean, Final Fantasy all has good music, and I enjoyed Theater Rhythm when it was on 3DS fine, and I even played the iOS version a bit. But now I'm just like, oh, yes, all the Final Fantasy 14 songs. I am excited. On February 17th, we get Wild Hearts, which is that Monster Hunter game from Koei Tecmo in partnership yeah. with Electronic Arts. I wonder uh, how not excited they are about Monster Hunter Rise coming to Game Pass this month. Yeah, I, I, I mean... I think even if this game is is good, I don't think there's any way it like stands up to the like uh, just the the monster that is Monster Hunter. Ah, uh, but Orlando Vroom, <laughs> Orlando Vroom. Uh, I mean, I, I think this thing could probably still pull out a sneaky win for what it is, and uh, maybe be a surprise hit for for EA and Koei Tecmo. But uh, we'll get there. Are, are you have any interest in playing this? Or are you like happy with like I, checking in on Monster Hunter here and there? I don't. I I like the Monster Hunter games. I like them. I like the rise quite a bit. If if people are very high on this, Jeff, maybe. But if it's like comes out, it's like an 80. And people are like, yeah, it's like not quite as good as Monster Hunter, but it's like interesting. Then I would just be like, I'll just wait for the next Monster Hunter. Uh, for, for people in chat asking, uh, where is this website where you could see stuff? Uh, this is the Gamer Browser. The gamer Browser. It's the Op- Opera GX, the browser for gamers. And it's this special tab uh, to the left of all your other all tabs. Gamers. How yeah. do they not know? I guess they don't have the gamer browser. It says more about them than it does it's about pretty me. Pretty embarrassing. Yeah. <laughs> That's uh, you shouldn't have admitted that in chat. No, uh, you, you, this is it's all pulling data from I believe the Internet Games Database IGDB. Um, so you could check that. It's not as pre- it's not presented as well as it is here in the gamer browser, the browser for gamers. Uh, okay, let's see. I don't. What is, oh, Tales of Symphonia remastered February seventeenth as well. <laughs> we mentioned this one already. Uh, just go, just go get the original GameCube version. However, you need to do that. I'm sure there are ways. Uh, it's a good game. Uh, I played that back when I came out GameCube back when I wasn't playing a whole lot of JRPGs yet and liked it a lot. Beefhammer says just use the Game and Four calendar. No, uh, Like a Dragon Ishin is coming February 21st. Uh, where were you at with uh, Yakuza Like a Dragon games, Mike? I, I think I probably will check this out, but I am like way behind on on Like a Dragon overall, so I might just go yeah, back to like Yakuza Zero. Right, it's hard because these are like beefy games, uh, and they're good. I was enjoying like a dragon, but it's it's a long game, and it was like when the new consoles came out. So eventually, I was just playing other things instead. And it's it's such a story like heavy game. It's one of those things where you stop playing it for like a year, can I just like jump back in? Probably not. Uh, but again, like I, if I wanted to play one of these, I almost do want to play like Yakuza Zero or Yakuza Kiwami or something. Maybe not this one, but maybe we'll see what people say. Uh, a lot of fans for these. Uh, then February 22nd, I suppose this means this is when PSVR 2 comes out as well. Uh, Horizon Call of the Mountain. Um, I, can, I can't remember how you you like the Horizon games, right? Uh, I like them fine. I like didn't, fine. Finish, yeah. didn't finish Forbidden okay. West. Uh, but I, 
what is this actually? I mean, I know it's the VR Horizon thing, but what's the game? Oh, I don't, I don't fucking know. <laughs> Do you, is it just like bow and arrow shit? I know that Jan went to play it, and every time he, he mentions it, he says it was pretty fun. I bet, yeah, there's definitely bow and arrow stuff in the pictures here. I know these are very tiny. Your stuff video usually stream. is kind of fun. It's just also kind of a pain. Right, and it's like, is it just an experience? Like a story's happening before your eyes? It seems like, no, there's more of a game there, which, cool, cool. But, I, I, you know, I, I was going to say this is going to be compared to Half-Life Alex, but who playing a PSVR 2 is going to have, like, how many of those people have played Half-Life Alex? Probably not many. So. so some people are mad that, excuse me, Atomic Hearts has been left off the gamer browser, uh, supposedly February 21st. That one's coming out. Yeah, it's something, something's get missed. Uh, the gamer browser is not perfect. Uh, I, we can mention Atomic Hearts. That's the one that you didn't know what it was. And then when I explained, it was like um, yeah. a, a, a alternate history thing, but set in Soviet Russia. And it's kind of like a Bioshock game. You're like, well, Soviets, that doesn't sound very Bioshocky to me. And then everyone got mad at you. Well, it's... <laughs> It's, it's that game, uh, and I'll, I'm like, okay. I, people are excited about this one, and I'm like, I can't remember where they showed it that like, it got in people's heads so much that so many people are yeah, down for it. I guess I'm surprised so many people seem high on it. Uh, I mean, we'll see. But then again, now people love that shit. There was even when they showed that new uh, Bioshock style game from freaking the Bioshock guy at uh, the Game Awards, and I was like, that doesn't look very good. A lot of people were very excited, anyway. That's right. A lot of people are very excited about this. Uh, all right, let's People like Bioshock. Yes, yes, they do. All right, let's check. Oh, hey, February twenty fourth, Kirby's Return to Dreamland Deluxe. Uh, mm. I'm ready for this. I, I don't of those um, games that were made in this engine, right? It was this uh, Planet Robobot and Triple Deluxe. I don't think that and Star Allies and Star. Uh, they, okay, well, maybe Star uh, Star Allies is like the uh, least among them. Uh, but I sure. think Planet Robobot and uh, and uh, Triple Deluxe are very highly considered, and this is below those, right? People do like this one, too, and this one I actually missed all because it was a late Wii game, and I think a lot of us kind of just weren't playing our Wii as much at, at that point. Uh, but, yeah, I'm kind of excited to go to this. I, I'm a little... It, it's doing this weird thing where, like, the characters are associated, but the rest of the game isn't. It's kind of a weird look. I also, as much as I love um, Return to... or um. Forgotten Land, I don't like that design of King DDD, and it's using that here also. King DDD just looks a little weird to me. But still, uh, I think this will be fun. Again, probably much better than Star Allies. Uh, Kerbal Space Program 2 is coming February 24th. That's Really? A, for real now? It's an early access release, but yes, yeah. if for, for real. At least, you know, it might get delayed again. Uh, but boy, am I, I'm ready to go back to Kerbal. Uh, it looks, looks like a significant upgrade, but we'll see if it's like missing a lot of features when it launches. Uh, Atelier Riza, Atelier Riza Three. Oh, this is the this is the one. This is that series that I'm like, oh no, this is what the new Fire Emblem looks like. <laughs> yes, it does actually very, very much yeah, so. Yeah, it's like everything is bathed in the most sunlight possible, and it's you know it's kind of pretty, but also kind of obnoxious. That comes out the same day as Octopath Traveler. Uh, or, um, yeah, Octopath, Octopath Traveler Octopath Two. Octopath Traveler Two is that early in the year? Yes, huh? February twenty fourth. Uh, wow. I, I think this game is probably going to be the big leap over Octopath Traveler One that it needs to be. I hope so, because yeah, Octopath Traveler One was a pretty big uh, disappointment for me, really. So I, I'd be down for it if uh, if this came out and uh, was doing better. But I don't know. Like it's it's been kind of rough with those kind of games. Uh, Bravely Default Two really also did not hit with me at all. Nope. Uh, let's see. Uh, Destiny 2 Lightfall on February 28th. Do you have any chance of going back to Destiny 2 anytime soon? No, and I know it's like the big expansion, but it's just hard. It's just, it just feels so weird every time. I'm like, well, maybe I'll try to get back in. You load it up. And it's just like, oh, I, 
I feel like I don't belong, <laughs> right? It'd be, it, it's like if you took like two years off of uh, high school and then you just went back, right? It's yes. just weird. It's just different in weird ways. You know, yep. I'm, I don't know. This is awkward. I don't All the kids are wearing here. their backpacks with two straps instead of one and you look stupid. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, everybody's watching that hot new HBO Max show, Velma. Yeah, everyone's like really uh, uh, conscious about the environment but instead of like sort of nihilist the way they were two years ago in high school. Yeah, I can't identify with that. Yeah. Uh, Wulong Fallen Dynasty, March 3rd. We're already mm. into March. Uh, wild card. I think yeah. it's a wild card. It's another Koei Tecmo uh, Team Ninja joint. So, uh, I, I, yeah, a wild card. Will, it's like one of those. It's like, hey, this. who knows? In By the end of March, this could be the biggest thing in the world, um, depending on whether or not they can execute. We'll have to, we'll have to see. Um, sure that you'll get 20 pieces of loot each time you kill a single enemy. Yeah, I hope so. Uh, no longer March 9th, Skull and Bones. I think we could just skip right over sorry, that one. Skull. Yep, sorry, Skull and Bones. Uh, there's a Fatal Frame Mask of the Lunar uh, Lunar Eclipse. This I think this is like a port of one that never came out outside of Japan. I, I ain't think. never played no Fatal Frame, and I ain't about to start. Yeah, I'm, I'm American proud. Uh, uh, Star Wars Jedi Survivor on March oh, 17th. Yeah. I am so Let's stoked. Go. I cannot wait for this. Yeah, I mean, most people like fallen order and me and you like fallen order more than most so i think both of us are, right it was like are ready to go i think it was my game of the year that year like with the bullet and that um it was also like but people are like oh this is a weak year like if, if that's your game of the year and i do not feel that way i'm like no that's a strong game no matter what year it is and um I, my big concern here is the writer of the first game that did a really really good job it's a really well written game and that's one of the big standouts for it uh has is allegedly, allegedly, allegedly a shithead. And please don't no. sue me because I said allegedly three times. That's magical defense. Uh, and so they're, they're, they say they're, allegedly three times in a mirror. Randy Pitchford shows up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they uh, so they're not working on this one. And uh, that happened with Dying Light, where it's like the same. Like the guy was working on Dying Light two, and then they had to strip all that stuff out. And boy, the story in Dying Light two sucks real bad. And I'm just I'm hopeful that they were able to get a writing team for this game that can uh, uh, it doesn't have to match the first one, but it just feels competent and comprehensive and does right by those characters. Yeah, um, you would you would hope so. Yeah. Uh, you know, Respawn has had other good writing before. There should be a lot of talented writers who would like to work on a Star Wars story, you would think. I hope so. Uh, then maybe they same. don't anymore, actually. <laughs> <So> <laughs> maybe, I don't know. maybe. Yeah, maybe they're like, oh, man, I don't want to touch that. Those those fans are weird. Um, March 17th, Bayonetta Origins, Cereza and the Lost Demon. Cereza? Cereza. Cereza. Yeah, I sure can't care about this one, Jeff. I gotta be honest. Uh, yeah. I'm, every time I see it, I'm just, I, my eyes glaze over. I, yep. Maybe it'll be good. Uh, Resident Evil 4 is coming March 24th. Uh, I mean, I, we're, I mean, the, the fans of this kind of game are going to be feasting between Dead Space and this in the first quarter of this year. Uh, I think, yeah, and I think both are going to be probably the two biggest games of the first quarter as well. I think Resident Evil 4 is going to be just massive. Is it tr is Resident Evil 6 really still the best-selling game in the franchise? Uh, I, I never believed that. I always wondered if they were lying and meant shipped or something. I mean, it probably is just because the, 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 the excitement. Them. I don't believe them. No, there was no excitement. The game reviewed bad. <laughs> I know this is anecdotal, but like I know a lot of people who play Resident Evil Five. I know people who play Seven. I don't know people who played Resident Evil Six. Not really. I think they just lied. I think they just released a press release to make it look better than it was. And they're like, "Well, no one's gonna check." 
How will they know how many copies All sold? Right, no, I, I like this. Know. I like this theory. It's, it's just like a big lie. I, it's like didn't, didn't Resident Evil Eight like seven and eight like recently though like actually outsell it? Didn't like I would hope so. You would. That's what. That's the other thing. There's like to me, it's just no way that like Resident Evil Eight wouldn't just outsell it. Yeah, back when what everything else just said. But yeah. my, my, my ultimate point here is that Resident Evil Four remake should become the new best selling Resident Evil game. Oh uh, yes, it's going to be a remake massive. of yes, yeah, remake of maybe the you know the most liked one. It's looking very good uh i am i'm very excited uh jeff resident evil 4 is so good and they have proven like i know resident evil 3 remake had kind of its things but that was sort of you know an outlier i'm thinking about resident evil 2 remake and how good that is and just imagining that on the game i really like resident evil 4 and i'm excited uh crime now boss, you're showing me this shit yeah crime boss rock k city you, do you remember this one i remember this is uh, march remember. 28th it is uh it's a $40 game, but you can get it for 20% off right now in the Epic Game Store for $32. Great. Uh, stars Michael Madsen as Travis Baker. Uh, isn't that the drummer? For, and Kim Basinger as Casey. And uh, more and Damon Poitier uh, uh, dude, as she's, Sarah. Oh, she's, she's licking a sucker. Wouldn't it be cool if that was my penis? <laughs> Danny Trejo as the dragon. Uh, this game is just uh, Danny Glover's gloves. This game just bought its relevancy, uh, and it's like still kind of. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it would be so sweet if that's how Mike Minotti died. If if I just said Danny Glover has gloves and he couldn't handle it and died. Wait. Oh, they didn't actually name Danny Glover's character gloves. They, they named him gloves. Yes, and and Vanilla Ice as Helio. So I just would expect. Yeah. Oh, Michael Rooker is oh, touchdown. Oh my throat hurts. Oh Jesus! Yeah, that really got. Oh, that almost got you. That was almost the end. <laughs> you guys are trying to kill me. This oh, fucking Michael Rooker as touchdown. Uh, Jeff, this game's uh, this game is vile. It, it really. I'm like that when I see it. I'm like, man, that it worked. They bought their relevancy. They just like, hey, let's hire a bunch of celebrity actors. I mean, quote unquote, and uh, we'll we'll go and be in the game awards. We know that we know what Jeff Keeley likes. He likes bringing Michael Madsen up on stage. Mm, he loves celebrities, uh, and it worked. It has worked. I think. Now, I mean, I guess we'll see if it actually succeeds once it's time to actually sell a video Hell game. No. But so far, they've they've made this marketing strategy seem pretty smart. Uh, okay. All right. Uh, April fourteenth. So we're the release dates are getting more sparse as we move along. Mega Man. I'm oh, sorry. Go ahead. I said more sparse and maybe also more likely to move. Yes. Mega Man Battle Network Legacy Collection, April 14th. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Maybe it's just my weird corner of like the internet of retro Mega Man fans. People seem excited for this, Jeff. Oh, I think I'm people have been for asking it. for this for a long time. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So, yeah. It's pretty, uh, yeah. I'm pretty pumped. Uh, then after this, I think, you know, it's like, ooh, they keep putting like almost all the Mega Man stuff on Switch eventually. So it's like, man, maybe we are just going to get Legends 1 and 2 and Tron Bon on there someday. I'm excited. Ooh, yeah, they should. they should do that. Um, Horizon Forbidden West Burning Shores DLC comes out April 19th. Uh, I, you know, that original Horizon DLC, people seem to really like that. The one that, like, was the, uh, the Frozen Tundra stuff in, in the Rockies. Yeah, I remember that now. Yeah, this looks it's pretty cool. It's like, that almost feels, is that really a thing a lot of games do anymore? Like, I know some do, like, obviously Assassin's Creed, but. I mean, the Sony whole, like, games do expand-alones usually, so it's like, yeah. for, some reason, for some reason, Horizon's like, no, we're just gonna do big expansions. I guess it worked, games. I guess it worked for them, so. Like Final Fantasy VII had one. I guess games still do that, but for some reason, even though it still happens, it, it feels quaint. Is this real? 
April 28th, Dead Island 2. No. I think I ask that every time I see this, and I, I, people say yes, but I'm like, I is so it, it real? Did, yeah, that's right. It did, like, come back recently, huh? Let's I guess see. I'll uh, believe it when that, I see it. Yeah, yeah, it does actually have that release date. Man. All right. Yeah, so Dead Island 2, April 28th. I, I have no, This game just feels like it came, It should have came out years ago, and we have already, like, moved on from it, but nope, here it is, Dead Island 2. Uh, sure, sure don't care. Yeah, same. Nick Turbo's getting it. Uh, and then we jump all the way to May 12th. Legend of Zelda: Tears Damn. of the Kingdom. There's the big boy. Well, I'm sorry. Um, excuse me. The big boy is May tw- May 26. Suicide Squad. Um, oh my god. Yeah. Uh, hey, uh, Legend of Zelda: Tears of the Kingdom. Obviously, uh, the one I'm most looking forward to. I mean, I, I, it's like, what else can you say about this game at this point? Yeah. I mean, I think I, the thing people are saying is, hey, there should be more hype. Where's the hype? Where's you know the trailer? Nintendo. It'll it'll be here. It'll be here. Yes. It'll be here before you know it. Yep. And well, yeah, once they kick that, I mean. I'm almost ex- as excited for the trailer that they're going to have for this game as I am for uh, yeah, the well, game the itself. Trailer for the last one was so good. Yeah, I remember the best trailer ever. Still yes. watch that. And me too. Yep. Uh, but yeah, Suicide Squad on May 26. I mean, this is uh this is rock steady. It should be good, right? Um, God, Jeff, I don't know. I mean, you know, uh, Arkham City. Even though I actually like Arkham City more than most, I think people are too hard on it. It was a step down from. When I say Arkham City, I mean Arkham Knight. Arkham, Arkham Knight, Knight was yeah. a step down from Arkham City, right? Uh, sometimes trends can go downwards. I don't know. It's just such an unappealing concept to me again. Uh, it's just not... It's like the last thing I would have wanted this team to do. But hey, sometimes it works anyways. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy was a bit like that. Everyone's like, well, how could this be good? And it was. It, it's hard to imagine it's Gotham Knights, right? It's gotta be better than that. Yep. It's. Uh, it should feel... Co- I mean... I would hope that this is it feels a lot more comprehensive and 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 um, co- cohesive because Gotham Knights just felt so stuck together last minute, and I'm sure it took them years to like finalize that product. But they changed so many times during development, and it felt you could feel it when you were playing that game. It's and the you, sports story of AAA. Games. Yes, and you hope that a rock steady game got a lot more leeway to more just be the game steady. it was always supposed to be. Yeah, more steady. Yes, thank you. Um, it does have Samoa Joe in it as the voice of a shark, so that's something. I guess that's something. Uh, then we jump to June 2nd for... God, I feel like this game could take over if it is, like, oh, as good yeah. as it seems like it's ramping up to be Street Fighter oh, Six. Yes. I'm pumped. Me too. I'm so excited. It should be... It feels like it's... Sh- well, it's hard to say because the Mortal Kombat games have been so successful lately, and then, you know, also... Uh, uh, Smash Bros. Smash. Well, but this this could be a very very big fighting game, man. Uh, yeah, it, should, it certainly should almost automatically become the best selling Street Fighter ever. Yep. Uh, then June sixth, Diablo four. Man, big man. June is just nuts, especially for games that are tickling Michael's fancy. Yes, because then June June twenty second, Final Fantasy sixteen, Num- number one, number yep. one most anticipated game. I love Final Fantasy. It's literally just the Final Fantasy fourteen team making a single player action RPG. Uh, I I cannot wait. I am so excited for that. Now, I did to make this easier to go through because uh, there's so many PC games. I did remove the PC tab, uh, so I'll, I'll just give you the, the highlights. And really, it's just the Finnish Army Simulator on February 13th, everybody. So there you go. The what? Uh, Finnish Army Simulator, as in Finland, the uh, country. No, I got that part. Like uh, I, I heard what you said. The Finnish Army Simulator. Yeah, I heard. Yeah, like Finland. Like Finland. Like the country. 
The Nordic uh, country. As in the only way I could finish you, is when I'm playing the Finnish army simulator. Were you, were you watching Late Night with Conan O'Brien when he was doing his whole thing about Finland for a while there? I watched some of it, yes. I, he, yeah. That was some of his best stuff, for sure. I thought that was the greatest TV in the world at the time. Yes, I mean, well, he's, he's lost. He's really he's really good. I, if you don't know, it, the, the president of Finland at the time was some woman who kind of looked like Conan O'Brien. <laughs> and also, he's like, wow, my show airs there. It is mildly popular. And he just talked about it for like a year and then finally just went there and did a whole special. And it was just like this build up and then it happened. And it was just nothing else mattered more to me at that time in my life. <laughs> Uh, Mike's lived a, an adventurous and meaningful life, everybody. <laughs> uh, Matthew Alert in chat points out that uh, uh, Company of Heroes 3 and Homeworld 3 obviously are big PC games coming. They are, uh, they are big PC games coming. Hey, you know uh, what else is coming? Didn't they announce Hitman 3 mode has a release date? Uh, yes, the, uh, January 26th. I am so excited. It's the uh, freelancer uh, mode, and I had a lot of fun playing that Um, when they let me test it out early, so... Uh, yes, that's gonna. I'm gonna be playing that all year. I hope so. I'm very excited about that. Uh, all right, Mikey. Uh, let's. Uh, you know what games have you been playing? Unless do we have any more super chats? We have a couple. Oh, one right more back. super. A couple more super chats from right. from B Traven here. Love Jeff's idea mentioned earlier to eventually discuss which game coming out is likely to push the medium forward. Agree. Nothing has for a while. I mean, we could say that Elden Ring has, even though it's kind of like. It'll just kind of bringing things together. Bringing things together and also just like executing at a higher level and then um, showing what is possible at a scale that I think most other developers would balk at. But but yeah, yes, totally. And then Puppies on Acid just, just typed a lot of Fs in it. Uh, so That's the sound of a dog farting. Yes, thank you, Puppies on Acid. Ho I hope you come down from that trip. <laughs> Uh, okay, uh, Mike, what have you been playing? I mean, r honestly, a lot of Resident Evil 1. Uh, uh, you know, I, we kind of talked about all because it was like that and the Final Fantasy 14 patch and enjoying that. But man, again, I, this Resident Evil 1 remake is something that's been on my pile of shame for a bit. I'm very close to beating it. It's for the Game S Game Club, and I am really enjoying it. I, you know, it is a bit Metroidvania y. Oh, you fun. Know? Yeah, uh, especially kind of in that. Uh, Batman Arkham Asylum vibe, but you know it's like it, it, it. Even though, like, I understand if you wouldn't call it that genre, I probably wouldn't either. But it is like that thing. Like, there's this map, and at first it's exciting to explore it, but then it's exciting to be a master of it, yes, right? And to absolutely. kind of know where it is and where you're going and where you have to go to, and right. Um, and it just still like it still looks so good. Those pre-rendered backgrounds are just awesome. The lighting, the vibe. Uh, it's, I don't know, I'm just having a really fun time with this. I can almost just start going and playing through all these Resident Evil games. And again, I haven't played a whole lot of them in my life. I think four, uh, four five, and eight are the only ones I beat uh, back in the day, like, or whenever. So, yeah, been having a lot of fun with that. But I don't know, Jeff, what have you been playing? I, um, I've been playing a lot of Mike Tyson's Punch-Out on my analog pocket to make sure that the, like, the uh, lag, the latency there is actually as little as possible. Seems like it's pretty instantaneous. Seems like a, a really good way to play that. So, been testing that out for Grubber Lang's uh, Punch Out, which we're going to start next year, next week. Excuse me, on Giant Bomb. Uh, Dan Rickard's going to teach him how to speed run the game. Right. First, he's going to teach me how to beat Mike Tyson, and then he's going to teach me how to uh, speed run the game. I don't. I still don't think I've ever beaten Mike Tyson, I, as far as I can remember. Oh, really? I, I, I've done it at some point. I may have been adjusting it. I might have been just using safe states. Sure. Sure. Yeah. Juicy. Um. And then uh, I, I was. 
going to go back to high on life. And I think now I'm just going to delete it. Off, <laughs> Maybe not now. On huh? my Steam Deck. Yeah, real bummer. Yeah, uh, yeah. I know. I was thinking about that too. I was like, I was going to try that game. And now, you know, there are plenty of other games I could play. Plenty uh, of other games. Also, real glad that I said no to his PR company about him coming on the Bombcast. Oh, yeah. And they, hey, do you want Justin Rowland on the Bombcast? I'm like, guys, I don't think that's a good fit. Uh, let's not have, I don't really want guests like that on the Bombcast fucking shilling their shit. Uh, but yeah. boy, boy, oh boy, that's at uh, very least do- bullet dodged. Um, so, woof. Um, would you would you let would you let gloves on the I would, I would let check? gloves on and he would only be allowed to talk about Rock A City or whatever the, whatever the hell it's called. Uh, I want to know I want to know everything that he knows about the game, which I'm betting is very, very little. Very, very little. Uh I'm finishing up Strider. I've only had a little bit of time to play it here and there, but I, I'm I'm nearing the end, I think. I've probably been playing it for about two and a half hours, three hours. No, it's just four hours here on Steam. So uh some of that's gonna be times where I just had it on, but yeah, I'm playing. I'm, I'm taking your uh, Metroidvania advice of just running past enemies a lot of the time, and now it's going yeah. a lot faster. So yeah, yeah, you don't have to kill them. I've always, I always thought I gotta RPG kill everything. One. I don't know what that is, uh, Mike. Yeah, I get it. It's it, it, I used to be, and then like once I didn't, I was like, oh, this works. This works yep. better. Yep. This is fine. And then uh, I I played Who Wants to Be a Millionaire on Steam, which uh, doesn't have Regis Philbin in it, so it's kind of horseshit. Oh, oh, but there is like a Who Wants to Be a Millionaire game. Yeah, just on Steam. You just go buy it. Yeah, it's, it feels you know, just like the game. But they used yeah. to have a thing in Disney World where they just, because it was Disney, they just built the set in Disney World and you would go and they would just pick people from the audience and you would literally play Who Wants to Be a Millionaire, except you got like points and you got like just different like prizes. The grand prize, I think, was like a Disney cruise or something. So like it was kind of neat if you won and people fun. would win. That's cool. Uh, you would get like pins and stuff, though. It was, yeah, it was, it was fun. Uh, speaking of theme parks, you know, they've been doing press previews today for the Super Nintendo World. Yeah, I figured that'd be so happening like, soon. Yeah, I, I heard something about coming it. out. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, um, uh, oh, um, if you do watch uh, the uh, 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 the Blake Club today, which you haven't watched, I'm assuming or else you, would have, brought, you would have brought this up. Uh, Dan uh, issues some opinions about Disney World on there. No, uh, I know, I know, he doesn't like Disney World. Well, he just likes he just likes thrills. He just likes yes, that's he's we'll, a we'll back, but he like does for a minute there talk about how much he hates Epcot, which I know is your favorite thing. So yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I tell you what, Jeff. If, if I had to have guessed Dan Reichert's opinion <laughs> on Epcot, the theme park that's like about like learning about cultures. And uh, energy, <laughs> I don't, yeah, like science. Yeah, uh, I don't know. I like to think like, oh, if I took him, he can have fun. But it's also miserable, like trying to like convince people to like. Oh yeah, like right. So, yeah, like, totally. Hey, if you don't like it, that's fine, Dan. He, he seemed he seemed up for liking uh, Super Mario World though, because it's like I like sure. Nintendo. I just I don't like well, Disney, right? Because it's about the thing he likes. So, you know, yes. I get that. I mean, yeah. yep. but it worked in reverse for me. Like, really, I liked all the Disney park stuff, and that's why I started like really watching more yeah. Disney movies and all that shit. Yeah, makes sense. Uh, all right, Mike, that that does it though. I think we should wrap up this show and get out of here. What do you say? Yeah, let's do that. All right, why don't you tell people where they could find you on the internet? Oh, we got a few more super chats. Actually, oh, hit those real quick. How, how many? Should I stop the music? Uh, well, see, puppies on acid said. Oh, we got that one. But then El Grug said, with a question mark. <laughs> then Puppies on Acid responded with, mm. Matthew Ellert says, am I remembering correctly that Xbox announced 1 versus 100 happening again? If so, is that coming out this year? That was a rumor started by Jeff. Yes, I, it's not something they've ever announced. I, I, 
Uh, they were working on it. It was in development. Um, the person who was in charge of that left the company, and I think it was under pretty... I think it was under another shithead circumstance. I think. I can't remember. I should be careful when I can't remember exactly. But I'm pretty sure that's the case. Um, and then I hadn't heard... I haven't heard an update since then. And so it's like, oh, that thing could be in limbo. And maybe it never will come out. I still think it probably will, though. Come out before or after Advanced Wars? Before Advanced Wars. Okay. You can play the music now. All right. I didn't know we were done. Mike, where can people find you on the internet? Uh, Twitch. Uh, Twitter at... Tolkoto, check out the 90s Disney podcast at 90sdisney.com. Am I going to get to be on Game S Mornings this Monday, or are you going to uh, fake being sick again just so you don't have to talk to me? Uh, I will. I will, one, fake being sick, and I will also, for real, just have a holiday off each year. Oh, that's right. Shit, yeah. you're just avoiding me. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Uh, Let's see, I was going to think... Uh, All right, then I should get to be on voicemail dump truck or something next week. I don't All know. All right, I'll, I'll, talk, I'll be like, hey, yeah, Mike can do it so I can have another day off. Oh, let's do it. <laughs> uh, oh, you're not going to do it with me. Oh, I don't want to do it without you. No, I'll do it. <laughs> I was going to like look, look up the calendar. Uh, the 22nd, I think I have someone else... Or the 23rd, excuse me. I think I also already have someone scheduled for that day, too. That Monday. So, might be wow. some time. Might be some time, Mike. We'll see. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus Christ. Uh, I'm Jeff Grubb on Twitter, Jeff Grubb on Twitch. Uh, uh, now that I'm feeling a little bit better, although, I'm, I mean, obviously you can hear it, my voice, it's still not quite fully back, but I feel a lot better. I want to start streaming some more again, so look out for that. Uh, although, it's like... I want... Somebody said me, you need to stream Resident Evil 6, and I want to so bad. Yeah, let's do that. Let's just make a plan let's to do, do that. It. That'd be great. Let's try to get it done before uh, Resident Evil... Definitely before Resident Evil 4, but maybe we could do, like, do it, like, soon. Uh, okay. I'll get, it, I'll get it downloaded. Get it ready to yeah. go. Uh, that that yeah, would be I fun. It, I, I never played it. Steam. I played Resident Evil Five, but I never I played, played the six. demo. And okay, it was not good. Yeah, it was like you know, late 360 game running very badly. I bet Resident Evil Six co-op today is pretty fun. Actually, I bet, I bet it will be kind of fun. I bet like the and the things about it that are stupid. Well, it has like three campaigns, and like the Chris campaign is just like a stupid action movie. I think the Leon one's supposed to be scarier. And then there's like a weird one that I don't know much about. Uh, and we'll see. We'll find out for ourselves, everybody. Uh, thanks for listening. And the giraffe has a blowjob. Yes, the giraffe is is giving a blowjob. Oh, he's getting a blowjob, right? Right. Yes, he's getting From what? one. A human. A zebra? A human? A human? No. I think it's a human. Or some, uh, maybe a zombie. It's a games it's journalist. journalist. <laughs> <laughs> games journalist. Bye, everybody. See you next time. I wonder what this game would have looked like had we released it long ago. There you go. We need to react to this one. Although, I wonder how this might have looked 20 years ago. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. 
Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Okay. Uh, you got to go to the bathroom or anything? You ready to get into this? You tell right, me. I got to go to the bathroom. We got a lot of super chats. Why don't we maybe chip away at those when we get back and then yep. we can do the rest later? Yeah, sounds good. Thanks for the super chats, everybody. It means a lot. Yes, thank you. Okay. I like how they directly translate into money for me. <laughs> For more uh, scotchies. Mikey needs scotchy. <laughs> mm, tips for your vacation. Your first vac uh you you going to Universal or uh Hollywood? Yeah, what do you got? We what are you doing, Major Blazer? And and I'm happy for you. He said it earlier, but I, I, I'm okay, uh, I, I missed I think it. He's going, I think in August he's going to Universal. So I don't know as much about Universal Hollywood's whole shtick. Uh like really. I mean, the problem is if you want to go to Disneyland, going from Holly, even though it's like, oh, they're both like L.A., it's like a pretty, it's pretty hard to get from one to the other. So you have to make up, you have to set aside a lot of time. Don't go to actual Hollywood unless you really want to. It's pretty dirty. Like, don't go to that street. <laughs> it's pretty depressing. Uh, but Universal Hollywood's a lot of fun. And there's not like, you know, it's not huge. So it's hard for me to be like, you have to do this and that. Just go do what you want to do. Do Nintendo World, obviously. Uh, but then, you know, go check out the. Potter shit and do, do the tram ride. Don't skip out on that. The tram tour is super fun. Make sure you do the tram tour. Ever wild from there. There's a name I haven't thought about in a long time. Ever wild. Oh God, is yeah. That, is that even really nah. still happening? Uh, that'll be another one where it, if it does come out, it won't necessarily be the thing that we saw because yeah. it's it got well, it got, the it got a nothing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I mean, yes, right. So I guess it's 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 permitted to turn into whatever it wants at a certain point because they never promised anything specific. But even even then, I think it's still like a, a harder reboot reboot than than most. Reboot, reboot. Should have called Jaws two. Jaws two reboot. Jaws two the reboating. Uh, why don't we get back in the show? Uh, yeah, I'm just kind of just waiting for you to stop talking, Mike. Honestly, so I think <laughs> well, it's pretty think ironic. You talking pretty ironic that you're like, I just hey, stop talking. Let's get back in the show. I'm like, oh, okay, all right, cool. Wow, kind of mad at you. Uh, all right, here we go. All right, uh, this time he's going to use the potty. All right, there we go. Let's get situated over here. Hope everyone's enjoying the show. Thank you for watching, everybody. It's been, that's actually been a real good time so far. I'm like glad to be feeling Nothing. better, mostly. Wait, what do you want? No, I'm just hanging out. Okay, cool. She's waiting for Mikey to do it. Do it I, listen, RC Cola does, I mean, the, okay, Colas do taste better and worse. I, I agree with that. I, but they, they still taste like Cola. I, I think Coca-Cola tastes different, not better and or. I mean, it, it is all better, I think, but it, that's not what makes it different. It's it it is actually different in terms of the the, the like the flavor profile and better. RC Cola tastes like worst Pepsi, like a, a worst Pepsi. Does that make sense, Jeff? You goofy. I love sure. it. Thank you very much. Listen, Christian, I, it was it was rhetorical. I didn't need you to actually answer because I know I, I I could tell in your voice you don't really believe me. <laughs> <laughs> I think they're both garbage, and I love them because right. they're killing me. Right. Yes, they're going to end up killing me. Oh, I love I'm garbage. Absolutely, kill me, kill me sooner. Deep <laughs> yeah, The sooner the better. 
A soda is monster. I don't want to. I don't want to know what yeah, that means Yeah, don't ever anymore. tell me about deep milk ever again. Is it Dr. Pepper and milk? Yeah, I think so. I think, that's what, I think that's what it is. Yep. Uh, I uh, we used to. I was from Michigan, and we did drink some Fago. Uh, we had a lot of Fago growing up for sure. How is it? Is it is it good? It's just cheap pop. It's like store brand soda. It's fine. Okay. It's fine. Um, you know, I I I was I was totally fine with like the doctor. Was it Dr. K was not Fago, but their Dr. Pepper equivalent was fine. At least I believe it was their Dr. Pepper equivalent. Um, but, you know, I definitely preferred Coke uh, and even Pepsi and stuff. Yeah, Filk. I'll drink some Filk. Let's go. Dr. Thunder. Is that what I'm thinking? Yeah, Dr. Thunder. Thank you, Matthew. God, man. Dr. Thunder. Yes. That's a cool name. I like that a lot. It's actually a really good name. Oh, Dr. Maddox. Uh-oh. Oh. Das, das. Hey, yeah, yeah, listen, Christian, I gotta let you make the call on this one. The Armatic. Uh, um, I know we get it, we get it, but listen, that might be a line cross. We gotta, we gotta get it out of here. Yeah, we gotta get it out of here. There it goes. Like See ya. <laughs> Salutes. <laughs> Bye. I you know what you did? Accidental. No line stepping. No line it was, stepping. It was, I think it was accidental, though. Yeah, I'm, I'm I mean, sure. 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 I'm giving them the benefit of the doubt. In but I accidentally step on lines all the time. Okay, it's apologizing, okay? Yes, it's all good. It's all good. It's all good. It's all good. <laughs> it had to get good? out of here, though. It had to get out of here. <laughs> all right. Uh, uh, Mike, I'm ready to bring this show back if you are. Uh, I'm chewing my kicks. All right, yeah, do that. As, like and your what? Kicks. Ooh, Major Blazer going to Nintendo World in August. Um, That's what he was asking us questions about. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, uh, so then... I mean, Mike, you got to be better at the like. For like I said, like I don't that. have a lot of tips for Holly Universal Hollywood. But no, I mean, just like for theme parks in general, like what are like like uh, common like mistakes to avoid, or or is it like really like? Because I would be like, um, I will say that Universal just go there and have does, fun, or just plan every yeah. minute of your day. Like, which one's better? Well, it so for Universal, well, Universal does sell like a a ticket that lets you like go to faster lines and. That might be worth it. Uh, now, it usually won't work with the very newest thing, so it might not work with the Mario Kart ride. But if you really want to do everything, that ticket might be worth it. Um, otherwise, if you, again, if you really want to do everything, it, it can be very much worth it to get there right at opening so that you can get in right away and knock out some of the bigger rides uh, before the crowds really start pouring in. Uh, all right, let's uh, let's get back. Let me bring up, actually, hang on. Let me bring up this, that, and then let me bring in the gamer browser into there, and then we'll get started. Itchy. itchy shoulder blade. Oh, there we go. I got a good angle on it. Oh, Thanks, okay. gamer chair. <laughs> but, but now that I got to do the other side because I'm psychotic. Almost ready, everybody. Sorry, just uh, getting this in there. Oh, there he goes. Okay. All right, Mike, I'm going to bring us back in. Here we go. Oh, wow. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen. 
Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups. It's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers.